1: Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life.
2: Win the ultimate Blues Origin experience for you and three mates. Visit ignitehq.com.au. Your rugby league coverage on
0: SEN starts now.
3: Welcome Welcome to to NRL
0: Crunch Time.
3: Yes, this is NRL crunch time, thanks to Ignite HQ, win the ultimate Blues Origin experience. Take two. This is NRL crunch time, thanks to Ignite HQ, a couple of gremlins in the system, win the ultimate Blues Origin experience, visit (laughs) ignitehq.com.au. Julian King with you, welcome everyone across the SEN network, 1170 SEN Sydney, 1620 on the Goldie, SENQ in Queensland and on DAB Plus as well, and... Around the entire globe, listening via the SEN app and, of course, the podcast. Download the SEN app and you can listen to Crunch Time anytime, anywhere. And, of course, join the conversation throughout the course of today's show. That open line: one three hundred zero one eleven seventy one 1170 And the text line 0457-736-736. And if you love your social media, Twitter and Instagram, at 1170SEN and at SENQ. All right, let's ring in the team this Sunday afternoon. He's marked out his run. We thought we'd give him a couple of overs before lunch. Steve
4: O'Keefe is here. <laughs> Hello, sorry. <Sochi. laughs> <laughs> I was assaulting the spin last week under, yeah, yeah. under the missile as the captain. But, I, I, yeah, they're rivaling do each you mark, other. Each do you intro. mark out a run as a spinner? I don't spin-off. know. Because no. it's just getting shorter and shorter okay. as I get older and fatter. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Uh, about three steps, mate. (laughs) The the, the shuffle trundle.
2: Who
3: who was the wheelie bin? Who do they call that? Was it... um, Oh, God. Ashley Giles. It was somewhere they said that. Yeah, it might have been been.
4: Giles, I think. The king of Spain. It really... I actually start to question when you do run in as a spinner how redundant your run-up actually is. Fast bowls, obviously, you need to build Mm. momentum and bowl fast. But sometimes I think you could literally just go in, in on a wheelchair or just stand off one step and bowl the ball. Warney was pretty economical, wasn't he? Just a yeah. sort of little one, well, two, he, three. And... What what people don't understand about Warney is six over six foot and quite a burly, strong guy. So he right. could walk in. But when you try and teach these young kids who are 12 to bowl leg spin uh-huh. who weigh you know 30 kilos ringing weight, you need that momentum. But uh-huh. because they watch the king bowl and think you can just walk in it's a completely different story. Yeah, I so. think about anyway.
3: uh, your great uncle karaoke for mm. two f's. Uh, Hear he that! Hear that man, <laughs> uh, Skull, and Good afternoon, Skull. If you're listening, to that sort of that, that a long sort of 45 degree angle runner. Yeah. There's a lot of bowlers used to do that. Ah, uh, yeah, That's He's, gone he, he bowl junk. Let's let's <laughs> just. <laughs> said, what did he say, Skull? Because I only learned how to spin the ball after I retired. Yeah, Isn't you know, <laughs> it funny. Well, look uh, and hello to you, Socky. Look, Thanks, well, mate. look. Let me say this, Nathan Adrian. Uh, he might have won Olympic golds but he's never hosted crunch time this <laughs> <yet>. <laughs> It is quite the blot on his copy book. James Magnuson is here. Hello, missile.
5: <laughs> Good morning, Jules. Uh, that was yeah, the ultimate professional. How smooth is the intro there? Yeah. Having technical difficulties in studio and Jules yeah. just yeah. subtle yes. tones. Caravan he's, rolls on, mate. He's the Caravan. captain now. He's yeah. the captain. He's the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's, it might get a bit awkward
3: here from about in the last hour of the program from 2 o'clock Eastern Standard Time yeah. because missile's Bulldogs take on My Dragons, Brooksy's Dragons as well. They're back to Belmore. Fun fact, the Dragons played a a year out of Belmore when Cogger has been redeveloped. The year was 1988. I just got this nasty feeling about this game Mm. today, James. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a Bulldog siege mentality playing at home. It just, it worries me. It really worries me.
5: Yeah, okay. Look, I'm not feeling as confident (laughs) as that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would have loved to have been out at Belmore today. It's a nice day to sit up on the hill at Mm. Belmore. Oh, it's a great day for rugby
2: league. Great day for rugby league. Yeah,
3: 22 points to six, by the way. New South Wales Cup, the Dragons all over the dogs (laughs) for about eight and a half minutes. Yeah, so it's going to give it a bit awkward in the studio from about two o'clock. Kind of like, you know, when you're at a party and then. Your ex missus brings a new boyfriend. Yeah. And you act like you're cool with it. <laughs> yeah and you want to show everyone out you're having the best time of your life but you're dying
5: inside. Yeah. What about ex- when your current missus brings her boyfriend? <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, you know, that's something you want
5: to divulge into here, mate. We're not talking about that's, Cody Simpson here, yeah. are we? That's, that's cute for oh, you to step like, in, Brooksy. Love
3: <laughs> <laughs> brings a, brings the current boyfriend. Well, that, yeah. I mean that's look, that's the love common triangle. common that is common <laughs> look, practice in some countries. It's uh it's it's more <laughs> <Of what laughs> countries. <laughs> well the, see this is so we're talking about... Um, new Zealand. <laughs> yeah. So polygamy, right? Tasmania. So you know how people are talking about new Olympic sports and what can be a new Olympic sport, and there's a lot of focus on eSports. Mm. But imagine if they brought wife carrying into the Olympic Games. Mm. And then it occurred to me, if you lived in a country where polygamy was normalised or acceptable, mm. who would you choose? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, okay. Yeah, that, right. I think that's what we call a selection, wife, selection, selection headache. Yeah, yeah, okay. Or you
5: choose the littlest one. Right. Because you can run the fastest. The lightweight one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We've yeah, yeah, yeah. we thought deeply about this. Yeah. yeah. Love triangles. It's been the uh, theme of the month in swimming at the moment. Yeah. What have Love you got triangles. for us
4: there? Can you shed some light on us, you know, without turning this into Married at First Sight or, you know, a gossip channel? But I do want to yeah. know Is there is, is are the rumours we're hearing true? Is it, you know, is Kyle Chalmers deliberately well, trying to push Simpson out of the way with his yeah, uh, efforts of, of doing a straight that he's never done before just because he's good at it and says no nah, stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> look,
5: swimming—it's it's, one of those sports, right? It's pretty cutthroat sport. It's top two or or nothing, really, and that's the kind of killer mentality that's got Kyle where he is. And uh, <laughs> he's decided that he didn't want Cody Simpson having all the spotlight. So. <laughs> I like it. It's, yeah. I think it's good for the sport as well. Like we're talking about it, which is which is great. But he's played it down, though, hasn't he? The whole yeah, he's played thing, he's played you know. it down. I oh, look at he wasn't in a full blown relationship with Emma McKean so so yeah. Emma McKean could have brought her boyfriend to the party is what you're saying yeah yeah it's less about uh it's less about the the love triangle and more for uh more for Kyle about the the spotlight that Cody Simpson's been getting
4: mm-hmm. yeah well he's still on the team so how did he make it on the team
5: they have they they can take 3 for the Commonwealth games so the world champs are first that's top 2 right. and there's there's uh, nothing that can be done about that. But for the Commonwealth Games, they can take a bigger team and it's left up to the dis- discretion of the head coaches to bring on Who some extra members. Yeah, so, so he may not even swim. Uh, he'll, if they take him, he'll swim. And, okay. and this is the thing about Cody Simpson. He's, he's improving at a rate of knots um, at the moment. So I reckon if he does swim, mm. he could be a medal chance. So he had 10 years off, and then he's what
4: come back. And after, what, 18 months of swimming, yeah. he's really qualified for the Australian. It's yeah. pretty remarkable. It's
5: pretty impressive.
3: See, it's a good story. It's yeah. a really good story. If you're yeah. swimming sub 52 and 100 fly, I mean, that, yeah. that, that, that is remarkable. It's can, legit. Can I ask you this question, though? There was an article in the Nine Papers last week by Phil Lutton. I think it was Phil Lutton. Yeah. And he said Kyle's, Kyle's shoulders are, are shot. Yeah. And he finds it difficult sometimes to, to you know, lift. His hands above his head. But now he's going to focus on the fly. Now, I would have thought the fly was just as hard on the shoulders as as the freestyle.
5: It's harder on the shoulders. Um, Can you explain that to us? I I think there's a bit of mayo on the being able to lift his arms above his head. He's (laughs) only 24 (laughs) years of age. Yeah, putting on (laughs) his (laughs) (laughs) seatbelt. Yeah, Yeah, it's not exactly the Jared Croker, poor guy who reached for the remote control and his shoulders Mm. popped out. out, I think there's a bit of mayo on that. Mm. OK. 0457 736
3: 736, the text line number... And the open line number, 1300-01-1170. We'll get to your calls in a moment. Let's just whip through uh, Indigenous round, round 12 of the NRL so far, boys. Uh, we've got the Storm, 28, too good for the Eagles. Eight. That was a game I don't think that scaled any great heights. Nope. Uh, the Panthers-Cowboys, uh, game of the round, 22 nil to Penrith, although you know the scoreline probably doesn't suggest how gallant the Cowboys were. Broncos, 35, a monster second-half comeback over the Titans, 24. Knights, 24, too good for the Warriors, 16. The Bunnies... Socky's Bunnies, Mm. Paddy's Bunnies, 44 over the Tigers, 18. And the Roosters looked good last night, 36-16 over the
4: Sharks. Let's go around the desk. Standout performances from round 12. We'll start with you, Steve. Uh, Look, I think there were some really notable performances. The one that I I was most impressed with, given the week that they had, was the Broncos. I think given that they were Mm. behind the eight ball, you had all the Payne Haas controversy, where they've been over the last 12 months. I thought this was a real opportunity for them to get derailed and maybe go back into the pits of where they've been, uh, but to show a lot of fight without Reynolds, um, you know, Haas getting booed in the first hit-up of the game, I just thought it was quite extraordinary that they were able to turn that around at half-time and win. So I think that, that for me, that was the, the standout
5: performance, was the Bonkos. So for mine, the Roosters, I think they have they've, they've uh, in the process of turning their season around. The Sharks have been a bit of a benchmark side for the first sort of 10 rounds of the competition. So I think the Roosters have shown that, they're on the up, and I think from here they can push towards a top-four finish and be be real contenders come finals football. Some really
3: sexy tries by the
5: Roosters. Oh, yeah. I'm really yeah. impressed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm with you, though, Socky. I liked what the Brisbane
3: did. They were mm. gone for all money, and I really felt for the Titans. Yeah. I, I kind of wanted them to get up, but yeah. that second half, 31 points to nil. You mentioned there the payne Haas story, which had the potential to derail them, and he said afterwards that he, you know, he was uncomfortable by the fact that he got booed. Second
4: week without Reynolds,
3: but last year Brisbane aren't getting within a bull's reward of winning a game of football like that. No, twenty
4: four four down, so they're down by twenty points. You know, and generally that's that that would be game over in most games. Mm.
3: Mm. Yeah. Uh,
4: Indigenous round. Uh, some of these jerseys are
3: really impressive. Speaking of Brisbane, how good was that jersey? Sort of like a yeah. rainbow kind yeah. of colours. There, really, really well, nice. And the players have a lot of input into what goes on into that jersey design too.
4: Yeah, Cody Walker um, explained the jersey about the rivers, which talked about connecting family to a tree in the centre and – You know, there is talk also about these jerseys being a a jersey they could wear as an away jersey, not just sort of an Indigenous round, potentially having it consistently through the season. Um, When you consider you've got nearly 15% of the the football playing population being Indigenous, I think it's a – why not have a – when you have the quality of jersey that you've got that's storytelling and and brings that level of connectedness, I I think it's a great idea.
3: Yeah. And the the other thing too, I mean, the jersey's are great. 3.3% of the Australian population identify as Indigenous. 13% of the NRL is made up of Indigenous players. So you can see the over-representation, but it points to a bigger picture about how important sport plays in terms of closing the gap. You know, it is the great emancipator, not just Mm. rugby league, but rugby union and, and of course, AFL. And they play a significant role in improving health and development outcomes. Um, You know, and closing the gap report has indicated. We know the Aboriginal population have high mortality rates, high morbidity rates. Um, lower life expectancy rates poor education outcomes lower socioeconomic status poor employment opportunities sport engages communities and there's a lot more work to be done but we can't stop shining the spotlight on the indigenous population and and promoting that engagement that and that's what indigenous round does
4: yeah, I love I mean one of the things that gives you a bit of goosebumps you know you watch the the haka, with the Maldives when the in New Zealand play, but you also watch the welcome to country, which I think is important. I know with the Sixers at cricket, we did it um, every game where we went to, went to a new venue. We did a barefoot circle. Um, there's a strong representation of Indigenous cricketers, Dan Christian probably being the one of note at the Sixers. And um, he would lead a welcome to country. Um, he would tell us some of his history about his culture and, Someone like myself, except you listen to it at school when you're a PDHPA, you'd hear those stats and say, you know, their life rate's generally 20 years less. They have the low socioeconomic status. And it doesn't resonate, but when you sit there and hear someone's life story or you promote it or it's in front of you, um, you know, you start to have that level of connectedness. It's not us, not, not against them, but, you know, us and them. It's we together. Um, and I think a good move this week was a small... Gesture by Anthony Albanese, who decided to put the Indigenous flags up in Parliament, which are, you feel like is such a really, why hasn't it been done before? And then it gets done. You're like, wow, that was so Seems simple obvious. to do. Yeah. Um, and all we're trying to do is create a connected society. And and as you said, sport is just a game. But I mean, isn't it a beautiful game when you can, when you can become more than sport? And that's what Rugby League and other codes are trying to do.
5: Have we got a favourite Indigenous player for our respective oh. sides? Well, over history or...? It, it, like, who's your favourite? For your side, who's your favourite Indigenous South player, Jewels, like Dragons ever. player, oh. ever? At oh, uh, the Pro- Bulldogs, I I loved Ben Barber. I know he mm-hmm. had a bit of a fall from grace, but geez, he was exciting to watch yeah. as a Bulldogs fan. Uh, well, currently I'd probably say
4: uh, Cody Walker, but Greg mm. yeah. Inglis would be my Greg Inglis. tip yeah. of the most talented Indigenous footballer its own?
3: Yeah, thinking about the Dragons growing up, the one that really excited me was Chock. Like Mundine, yeah, he yeah. was just magic. And, and Tinger, the, the combination. Black Rock. Uh, Mundine and Black yeah, Rock. Owen yeah. Well, Yeah, he was good. Very talented. <laughs> Andrew Walker was the other one. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, started with the Dragons and then, you know, spent some time with the Roosters and yeah. played for the Wallabies and went back to, to Manly. But... Uh, you know, Ricky Walford is a young kid. I love yeah. Ricky Walford. Oh, now, yeah. I think Choc and Ricky are actually leading the Dragons out for Indigenous Round today, this afternoon. Nice. At uh, Bill Moreau, 457-736-736 is the text line number and the open line, 1300 one 11 70. Hello, Sharky. Boys, who are we? Good.
6: Um Charlie had at sporting complex running the gate for the Group 7 game. Bombed it now, Swamp spot, but it's still over Stingray. It should be a good day. Just having a bit of a whinge about last night's Roosters-Sharks game. I don't know if any of you's noticed, but when money scores that winning try, Pupinio rushes out of the line and clearly takes Matty Morland out without the ball, and there's no penalty. The puzzling thing about this is this stupid bunker... Clowns, And want to put their nose in <laughs> when it matters when it doesn't matter. Well, guess what, you clowns? Last night, 24-16, when the a score that try, it shouldn't have been a try, it mattered then because Canola should have got the penalty. And who knows, you stupid NRL clowns. It could have been 24-22 and a great, fantastic finish was a great game. Mate, Bunker, either get in or get out. Now, seriously, guys, I've said this for years and years and years. The only thing we really need the Bunker for is to basically rule on every scoring play to make sure there's nothing illegal in it. Yep. That was a fast last night and an un... Look, don't get me wrong, the Roosters were the far, far better team. But sometimes in rugby league when you're not the better team, you sneak out a braver and guts you win. And that's what that would have been for the Sharks last night. Congratulations, Roosters. I look forward to seeing you again.
7: Enjoy. <laughs> you. <laughs> you. Yeah.
2: Bomb the bunker yeah, for Sharky. Yeah. nothing yeah. if not passionate. And Sharky
3: <laughs> is certainly one, of those. He's certainly one of those. He was all right with the Cam McInnes put down. I bet you were, Sharky. Yeah. Uh, just before we take the break, uh, back page of the Sydney Morning Herald today, gentlemen. They never give up Fitler to stick with the tried-and-true Blues. So Freddie makes no apologies for the pick-and-stick approach. Uh, there might be a couple of surprises tonight when the Blues pick their squad for Origin 1 at a cool stadium. That game Wednesday, June 8th. Tarek Sims, Tyson Frizzell tipped to be selected. Now, James Magnuson, mm. we were spitballing this before we came on air today. Uh, you reckon Frizzell might be a tad lucky to make that side? Oh,
5: absolutely. Tarek as well. Um, but I watched Frizzell closely yesterday knowing that Freddie was thinking about picking him. I just think he's, he's out of form. Um, I then watched the, the Sharks-Roosters game last night, and Angus Crichton probably has his best game of the year. Mm. Um, I, Crichton, for mine, is one of those players that has another gear, another level to go to. Um, I'd be surprised if they picked Tarek and or Tyson Frizzell, but if, if I had to pick one of the two for mine, I'd pick Tarek based off the series that he had last year. What do you guys reckon?
4: Oh, look, I think it, it, if there's a mentality and a mantra amongst that team of pick and stick, then I, I don't have an issue with it if you're going to stay yeah. consistent with it. Look, guys probably are out of form, but we're only chatting again off air that if you decide to stick with these guys who aren't playing the best footy, when you get around a, a, a bunch of guys who are who are having a great year are really experienced and playing good footy, you tend to rise with that level as well. And we know yep. that they're, yeah. maybe the difference between the best and poorest has been a bit obvious this year. But when you get yep. into that Blues camp, it's a completely different story. And I think having that little bit behind you that we've done this before, we've beaten them before – you know, you, you're creating that level of comfortableness in that squad uh, rather than it bringing new fresh faces, new blood that then have to learn the same way. So I can yeah. understand both sides of the, the coin. Um, pick and stick, I, I'm, I'm happy with it. You, that, yeah, that's
3: an interesting point. That's probably why I think Queensland should pick for feeder.
5: Mm.
3: Uh, but that's a separate conversation. <laughs> Look, I, I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Yeah, you know, it, yeah, it doesn't bother me. Uh, really. Queensland
5: may pick Dallas Johnson at third end again this year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, they love a pick and stick. Yeah, Adrian Brunker might be squeezed
3: out of a wing spot, such <laughs> as the Coates and Cobbo and, then of course, Corey Oates. In the way. Hey, just before we get to the break, uh, good night for Alex Johnson last night. Socky, he, he's a freak. He's a freak. He, he can see off in the distance. Kenny Irvine's try scoring record, which is what
4: two thirteen or something like is about two thirteen. I think they were saying last night that if he goes another five seasons of scoring fourteen or more tries a season, which you'd think he'd do in a canter the way that he's playing, even if the bunnies are struggling, it's less than one a game that he'll get there. But a hat trick last night, and totally think it was a couple of years ago that the South's faithful, the borough, had to sign a petition to keep yeah, him that's at right. the club. Um, he's twenty seven. I mean. One of the you know great finishes last year, you had Reynolds and and Cody who would just set him up down the left. He's had to work probably a bit harder, but last night really did put a stamp on it. Indigenous round, Cody the double, Alex a triple. I mean, it was quite a special feat. And to go past Nathan Merritt, um, again you had an interesting stat. He made his debut two weeks after uh, Paddy, You were telling me you could fill me in here with the exact stats, but he made his debut two so weeks in after Nathan Merritt, two
2: fourteen. Um, Merritt breaks a try-scoring record. It took him about like eight weeks to get that one try to break the record. Mm. Two weeks later, Johnston makes his debut as
5: a replacement for Merritt, mm. and Merritt doesn't play again.
3: Wow. Merritt went to the Sharkies, didn't he? So he hey, had a d- handful more. So I think he had 154 as his total. So he hasn't actually beaten Merritt yep. yet in all time, but certainly for the uh, Bunnies, for yeah. the Bunnies. He's only 27. Yeah, you know, it's one of these players, I feel like they've been around forever. Yeah, he I mean, how old he, Is he? It's like, um, like Milford. Mr. Milford's only, I think, 27, 28. Yeah. You just, you, well, how to what,
4: What's a good age for, a, say, a winger in, in rugby league? You know, 32, 33? If you're getting to that, you've, you've had a
5: good. It probably depends on what type of winger you are, right? If you rely solely on speed and agility, mm-hmm. you may not make it well into those 30s. But if you've got a, a bit of size about you, you might be able to drag it out a bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, he's showing no signs of slowing down, though, Alex Johnson. I've, I actually thought. Since uh, Latrell's been out, my my preference would be to put him at fullback Mm. over Blake Taff. Um, I've always thought he does pretty well filling in at fullback, but he's showing no signs of slowing down. So I reckon he's got at least another three, four years in him. Come on, AJ. Come on, Come AJ. on AJ. Well, <laughs> 0457
3: 736 736, the text line number. Two o'clock today, we've got the Dogs and the Dragons at Belmore Sports Ground. Then four o'clock, we'll hear the call right here on SEN. We've got the Raiders and the Eels coverage straight after crunch time. Mark Braybrook, Scott Sattler and Gary Belcher. We're up and running for a Sunday afternoon. You're listening to... Come
8: Sizes it up, draws them in, gives it to Tedesco, the flick pass, just delightful, that butcher finishes it off, continue to work the left, Walker, Modorowski, gorgeous again, Turbo, Tedesco, oh this is something, away from Kennedy, Hyde holds off, Sydney Roosters.
0: Beautiful
8: hands, Tracy. Oh, yes. Sione Katoa. Maybe they're not done with yet, the Sharks. McGuinness. Oh, yes. That's three tries. It's not over. And Cronulla out of nowhere are coming home like a train. And here they come, the Sharks. We play the ball though, Hines oh, on the run, Tupinua rushed up, and tele- Joseph Manu puts an end to this contest. Uh, and Joseph leaves it, oh. and now Manu's away. Hines oh, on the run, Tupinua rushed up, and Talakai tele- leaves it, oh. and now Manu's away. She's all over, and Joseph Manu puts an end to this contest. Sydney Roosters 36, Cronulla Sharks 16.
3: Yeah, quite like Joey Manu's career trajectory, if it can get any higher, and Sawali's career trajectory as well. A bit of chatter in the newspapers today that Sawali, uh, prior to the concussion, might have been part of the extended blue squad there for Brad Fittler. They were good, the Roosters, weren't they? Huge yeah. first half, 20 0 at half time. Uh, you know, and the Sharks were considered one of the benchmark teams this year. I don't think they've gone back to back for a few rounds now, but uh, people are waiting for the Tricolours to to get their boots on, to start to put it together. And they're just showing that. I know they went down to Penrith, but prior to that, they were very good. They're just starting to get their act together.
5: Just started to click in attack. They look super clunky to start the year. And last night, a couple of those passes stuck. Some of those tries were so silky. They still switched off in that last 20, 25 minutes. So they've they've got more in them. But for mine, they're a genuine premiership threat. Just... When you look at their back line, you go Manu, Suwali, like there's so many threats. Tupu on that other wing, Tedesco chiming in with Walker. Um, they're a genuine premiership threat. Yeah, I think that was probably the most impressive
4: uh, game that I've seen from Kiri in a long while. I thought he was playing a little bit more heads-up footy. Um, you know, it was free-flowing, and I think we've seen with sides this year to have have success, you really need that 7-6 and six combo. Well, particularly the seven be the standout player, and I think when when Kiri's on and Walker and they're talking together and playing good footy, the Roosters are playing good footy. Um, you look at the likes of Suale out on the edge, and if he's playing Origin, he would not look out of place today. No, How exciting for football if you've got someone like him and Cobo up against each other—you know, the face of football over the next decade—it'd be yeah. unbelievable and a great spectacle.
3: Isn't it funny remember back to that Roosters game against the Warriors at the Cricket Ground? They won, but they weren't that impressive, and people were saying that Tedesco's lost at his past. Yeah, he hasn't got a lock. I think. Are you serious? Mm. Seven tries in his last five games. Uh, these were Teddy's numbers last night: one try, two hundred and thirty-seven run meters. Um two try assists, three line break assists, two line breaks and nine tackle busts. Nine tackle so he's busts.
5: He's just like, a loser. Yeah, The yeah. 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 guy and weighs eighty five kilos. It's good <laughs> it's good timing right before Origin. He's looking red hot. Mm-hmm. Um just on Suwali, like he's been blessed, hasn't he? He's like got the look, he's got the skill. <laughs> like, yeah. Eighteen could you imagine so he's he's turned eighteen this year. Could you imagine if he went up to school he's on the Gold Coast? Joseph Suwali just rocking into the nightclub, yeah. and shooter is it shooters on Cavalier? <laughs> you tell me, chap. Yeah. I was was about to say. Me. yeah. Imagine. As long as he's hanging like nice. out with
4: Reese Walsh, he <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I always wonder that about you
3: know Kyle Chalmers after he won gold at, at 2016. Like how he was what? How old was he? 17. 18. Or 18? 18. Imagine Kyle, he's illegally drink, just walk around with his gold medal. Hey, How you doing? <laughs> it's, uh, it's brilliant. Uh, he was wonderful. Uh, the Roosters, five of their seven wins, 2022. Sharks, Cowboys, Broncos. Eels and Seagull. So, a reasonable, reasonable form line. Uh, CSU mm. Vitalikai, nine tackle breaks, 151 running metres. So, he was pretty good. There was one, he made that bust, didn't he, where he left Suwali clutching at grass. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Hazelton, well done to him, making his NRL debut, the 23-year-old. He became shark number 552. He was a good Goldwyn boy. But you mentioned there Suwali. Oh, gee, i tell you what, Rugby League are glad he didn't go to Union. Yeah. And he was tossing it. It was a massive tug of war because everybody identified his talent from a young age and I've told this a couple of times. because mate of mine was his teacher at King School. And he said, what do you, what do you think? And he goes, league. He said, why? Because he touched the ball more. You know, it was that simple. Yeah, okay. That simple.
5: Maybe. Yeah. His, his career trajectory this year, particularly over the past few weeks, is really starting to take off. Just the way he, the way he comes into contact as well. You know how sometimes those younger players kind of shy away from the, the heavy stuff? Mm. Suwali so is just – he put a hit on uh, Kikau. Last mm. week. He rushed out of the line and smashed out. That's that's where yep. he's at. Well you mentioned there Joseph Sawali, uh he's coach Trent Robertson
3: talking about the young protege.
2: Yeah, it's quite good moments there, you know, from Joey.
3: He's um, he's growing into his game you know, in his style. Uh, he started off just trying to do his job in NRL and then usually guys spend a year doing that. Joey spent, you know, probably about four or five weeks and then he started to express himself a bit more. He's accelerating really quickly and, um, yeah, I mean, we get to see it. This, this guy works as if he's been playing for a long time. He's got his processes down pat. Uh, he works hard on his game and, um, and he's good. He's fine. You know, it's funny, Sam Walker was getting all the rave reviews about this gun 18-year-old, sort of hit the ground running. So while he was never that kind of player, you know, he was just going to make his way in first grade, be solid. But you knew that after 10, 20, 30 games or whatever, he was just going to get exponentially better. And he's showing that right now.
5: Uh, The the interesting part for me is where is his best position? So they were talking fullback Mm. when he first came into grade. Uh, Obviously, they've got Tedesco there. He looks right at home on the wing, huge threat for those cross-field kicks. Um, I could see him in origin in the next uh, 12 to 18 months for sure. Um, he's, there's so much upside. Now, really, yeah. yeah, yeah.
4: I love his tough carries out of the back end. I mean, it's yeah. for an 18-year-old of that size, you, you've still got developing to do, still got size. Yeah. Last night he put a hit on Kennedy and dislodged the ball. Like, he's got yeah. no fear. And he plays like an 18-year-old who hasn't had injuries or you know, any scar yeah. tissue whatsoever. Yeah, yeah touch, touch wood. wood.
3: Yeah. Um, you put the mock at him yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah. the sock mark. The-, yeah. <laughs> the
0: sock mock. Yeah, Jared Dumb. Murray
3: Hargraves was great too. Showed yeah. that he wasn't put off by swearing at the ref last week. 16 <laughs> 152. Sort of thing that would, would steal him, I imagine. Uh, the Roosters, big four weeks coming up. they got the Raiders away. Storm at home. Eels away. Panthers away. Mm. That'll, t- that'll see where they sit in the pecking order at the it's moment. It's a
5: good time of year to have those games though because Panthers and Storm will be missing players origin through period. representative duties, yep. so it's not the worst time to have that run.
3: And just before we get to the break, uh, on Channel 9's footy show this morning, Brad Fitler confirmed that James Tedesco, Cam Murray and Payne Haas are all good to go for Origin 1, so that's good news for Blues fans. After the break, uh, record breaking night for one, Rabideau, of course we mentioned that at Homebush, you are listening to Crunch Time thanks to Ignite HQ, when the ultimate Blues origin experience, visit ignitehq.com.au Murray, Walker,
9: Graham, great hands, Johnston steps back on the inside, one try away from the great Nathan
7: Merritt.
9: Hastings, Brooks, here's Laurie, beautiful, Mamalo digs for the corner, he reaches out and gets there again. It's Ilias at the line, he finds Walker, cut out ball, Graham, they're going backwards, Johnston! Johnston with try number one, 46 as a Rabbitoh. Scored Braham, gave it to Johnston. Alex Johnston goes into the record books. The all-time leading try scorer for the Rabbitohs. Cook comes across. Here is Ilias. Deflection there off a tiger. Still sits there for Walker. He cleans it up. Perhaps the proudest Rabbitoh of all here tonight. Having some fun in the second half. Look at the smile, look at the reaction. The home fans, they love him. Here is Walker straight through the middle. Looking for another one. He gets across the line. The referee says, yes, that's good enough for me. Big score line for South Sydney. He does what Kapoa did for the Tigers in the first half. And this place is in full celebration mode right now. The Bunnies, perhaps they are back in some ways tonight. Too good against the Tigers. They've beaten them 44-18. to 18.
3: Yeah, perhaps they are back. People are waiting for South Sydney to click. I don't know if they're quite there yet. 44 points. Most, scored, most points scored by them this season. And it's all about Alex Johnston. I'll bring you in here, Socky, because mm. you're a Bunnies man. 147 tries and 178 appearances. The best strike rate since Nathan Blacklock who scored
4: 121 tries from 142 games. It's Wasn't that amazing? Blacklock's four seasons in a row of, mm. of 20 plus 20s, yeah. and didn't get to play Origin. But anyway, we'll talk about Alex. We'll also talk about, I think it's important to recognise uh, Cam Murray's first game back. I'm having a look yep. at his stats. 115 running metres and 26 tackles, which I think is a good sign for Origin hopes and um, recovery after his his neck surgery, and and one other important member of that side, Cody Walker, looked like he – I mean, it's easy to say when you're up by 40 points, but at least he had a smile on his face. Benji in the pregame actually said to him when they were commentating to him about the, the shirt and they were talking about it, they said, come on, mate, put a smile, smile. on your face. Yeah. Um, and I think where it's a different-looking team, obviously, when you've got Cam Murray, the class of him. But when you've got Cody, he looks like he's actually enjoying his footy. The rest of the team, he's like a social conscience for that team. He
2: he's is. down, kicking yeah. the
4: ball around, giving away frivolous penalties. The rest of the team gets dragged down. When he's up and about – I mean, that's the best our left sides looked, I think, with Cody and without Reynolds. And I think Ilias had a great, everyone played very well, but I think Ilias also lifted um, when he could see Cody Walker playing a bit more heads up, hitting the line at speed, digging in a bit deeper. Um, so yeah, a positive signs for the Bunnies. The problem is the consistency, win-loss, win-loss, win-loss. Yeah. That's going to be the problem with the Bunnies going forward. However, you can't knock what was a good performance to come from behind, you know, down 12 zip. Um, to put on that many in the second half was was impressive. Being six points down,
5: I just think for the bunnies, it's we're just biding time till Latrell comes back. Mm. Like he is so huge for that team, and the threat. If if you're in the de- de- the defensive line and you look up and you've got Cody Walker going out the back to Nickyreem or a Blake Taff, it's not a huge threat, right? Mm. You look up and you've got a six foot four, hundred and fifteen kilo Latrell Mitchell tearing out the back of that um, back line. Mm. It's a completely different uh, picture, and uh, I just think while ever Latrell's out, they're, they're going to be up and down, mm. and we won't get a real idea of where Souths are until mm. Latrell's mm. back, fit, and getting some consistent football under his belt. And I, I think if Latrell is back and playing well again, they can challenge. Yeah. They're in my top eight. They're in my top yeah, uh, absolutely. Doesn't
3: just. Cody look
4: just? He's better when he's just running the ball than he when, when he he's scored running that try the... last night. He took on the line and. Just, one yeah, it's amazing when you talk to these quality players and you see them wanting, well, like looking for the ball. And in previous games, he wasn't looking for it. Yeah, you know, he was a bit half a step too um, slow on the play, or uh, annoyed about the ball that he was getting. Whereas last night, he's hitting a it of speed. It didn't matter where the ball was passed. Another big ups again for the bunnies. How long have we got three hours? Because I can keep going on about the bunnies. <laughs> but the forward pack of the bunnies that was that was the best that you'd seen them control the ball. They're, they're, yeah. They've been completing under 80% for most of the season on the averages. Is- they had Mark
5: Nichols back for the first yep. time in a while. Yep.
4: He steadied the ship a bit. Mm-hmm. A key stat about completions, because all their losses have come with really bad completion, yeah.
5: rates,
3: 60 to 70. They're at 81% last night. And the error rate, tellingly, was, I think, under 10 for mm. South. So really a couple of key indices, simple stuff. Control the ball, and you win the game. Mm. Uh, Damien Cook, nine tackle breaks, 112 metres. Interesting, people say, well, is his grip on the number nine for the Blues starting to loosen, given the irresistible form of chorus? I said, no, no, you've you got to pick Damien Cook. Tom Burgess, you mentioned the forwards, 52 minutes on the park,
4: 235 metres from 19 runs. He was Whoa. massive.
5: That's big, isn't it? He's his best footy. Yeah, yeah, I don't
4: know what to click, but he's just, he is just playing unbelievable through the middle for the Bunnies at the moment.
3: Alex Johnson, he is the star of the show. Here's what he had to say about breaking Nathan Merritt's try scoring record for Souths.
2: Yeah, I just think it's special to be part of the press conference, mate, after the game. <laughs> Man, this, is, this is unbelievable. It's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, I said it earlier to the fans. Um, yeah, it's still, I'm still pinching myself. Yeah, I don't want to play with, in any other colours. and... Yeah, to score 147 in the red and green, it means a lot to me and my family. And uh, yeah, I'm just speechless at the moment. Yeah, I knew, uh, Campbell Graham inside me knew as well, when he passed me the ball for the last try, he just started screaming, history, <laughs> history, record. I think he was more pumped than I was. It was pretty, pretty special. Um, it just goes to show the, the kind of club and teammates we have. We all care and, and love each other. And uh, yeah, I'm just so thankful to be part of it.
3: Yes, very happy and respectful, too. I should mention there, Alex Johnston, he says, you know, I never wanted to leave. Or you lost Reynolds. I think the Souths faithful are glad you hung yeah. on the way,
5: Joe. Did you, sign, did you sign the petition? <laughs> did you sign the fan petition no, I, to I, keep I, him I, at the club?
4: I, it didn't cross my desk, unfortunately. How many, how many
5: signatures did they end up getting for that? It was huge, wasn't it? Yeah, it was thousands. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I can't believe they were thinking of letting him go. It mm. would have been almost as big a travesty as Reynolds. Not the big-name player like Reynolds is, but just a local junior who's oh, he he belongs at souths doesn't he yeah, he's a uh, yeah local through and through and 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 great to keep him one of those guys
4: as i said when you have a look at say someone like a Cody Walker who's the team's got a, a massive indigenous history and culture but when you look at say Cody Walker with a smile on his face it'd be hard to replace that team and not think of Johnson in it um, yeah. over the over the next 5 or 6 years he's right, he's 16th now on the all-time try scoring list mm. Brooksy, I think, I'm just been shown. he'll jump a few
3: as well. So Irvine got 212. I think
4: Slater's second. Right. Um, Brett Morris must be up there, is he? Highly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Brett Morris fourth at 176. We have Billy Slater at 190, who's second. Ken Irvine reached in 1965, 212. Cool. Oh. Uh, but in between, you have got Andrew Eddinghausen, Terry Lamb, Brett Stewart, Matt Singh, Hazemel Masri, Josh Morris, Nathan Merritt, Michael Jennings. Our company. H- Harold Horton, yeah. And a
3: lot of those would be clustered too. So he, you know, yeah. by the end of the season, would leapfrog a handful of those. Yeah, yeah 212. Well, as we said, he's only 27. He's 147. Irvine, 212. History! Yeah, do you <laughs> a couple of 20 try seasons do that. Just looking ahead, who are the bunnies got? Uh, they've got we'll the ba- see, the, the bye, round 13. And then they've, they've got. got the, a good month. Well, Titans, a couple of away They've got the Titans in the Gold Coast, or out the Gold Coast. And then they've got the Dragons at Wollongong. So a couple of away games, but you'd say winnable for the Bunnies. Uh, yeah. Then they've got Parramatta. <laughs> they've got Parramatta. That's a tough one. Then they've got the Knights and the Bulldogs. That goes through to round Ooh, 18. Oh, that's
5: a tough run. Yeah, uh, I don't that, know that's, about that. that
3: that's a, a pretty good run for South Sydney <laughs> before they meet then uh, Melbourne and Cronulla in rounds 19 and or 20. And the trail so. should
5: be back by then.
4: So yeah. I felt like this round of football for both teams, both South and West, was a big game for both clubs. I felt like the last month for South to play yeah. without Murray... Um, Luttrell at the back, oh. you know, they've probably, they've got a pass mark, you know, they're probably a C plus, I guess, with the, the wins and losses and the way that they've played. But the Tigers, for mind, which we haven't talked about, are probably Madge in particular is he's, he's under the gun. Yeah. You know, they're three wins uh, into 13 rounds. They've had a couple of one point winning performances, which, you know, I got excited about against Parramatta, against the Bunnies, but, you know, where does his future lie at that club? Well, I
3: mean, the reports last week in the newspapers were that he needed to be on 10 competition points or double figures minimum by round 13 or on six. So that's not going to happen. Uh, this is what Michael Maguire had to say after the game about the possibility of making the finals.
6: At the halfway point in the competition now, do you still feel you can play in the finals?
2: Yep, I do. Yeah. I mean, we win every game and that's, that's, we'll roll up every week with the attitude to win every game. You just need to have a passage of consecutive wins and I know it's inside this team.
5: Well, you got to say that, don't you, James? Oh, anything's possible if you win every game. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Math, mathem- <laughs> Are we talking mathematical chances already? We're, we're not we'll even having no a chance. Room. Look, as a Bulldogs fan, uh, I think we can still win the comp if we win every game. <laughs> mm. I think Shane Barrett still might be optimistic if you we can. win every game.
7: <laughs>
5: Do I, you think that? I, I get. I've got a strong feeling that Michael Maguire will be at Belmore next year. All right, Are you a little little birdie. In yeah, room? little birdie. It's a little yeah, I yeah little birdie. I, I for McGuire, I don't know if it's any less stressful of a job to take on the the Bulldogs <laughs> Out at the, of the moment. Point into the pen, but I, I guess look as a coach, if you're looking at that Bulldog squad and Reed, Marnie, and Out come in, and there's a few other signings they're looking at making, it's probably not the worst job to step into. Like they can't go any worse than they have been over the past couple of years. Um, I don't think his position's tenable anymore at the Tigers. That they, they haven't improved in the period he's been there. They clearly don't buy into his style of coaching. So I think he's just whipping a dead horse at this point. Well, Gus is a fan. What's his face, which
3: means yeah. there's an opening at the Tigers. I read today that's he wanted Jack Bird and they knocked it on the head. So it shows, I guess, a diminishing influence that Michael Maguire has there okay. at the Tigers. 0457 736 736. Uh, What did you make of the weekend's action? Anything happening in the world of sport? Keep those texts coming through. The open line, 1300 01 1170. You're listening to Crunch Time this Sunday afternoon with Steve O'Keefe, James Magnuson. I'm Julian King. Thanks to our great mates at Ignite HQ when the ultimate Blues Origin experience. Visit ignite.com.au. Look, Gary's tweeted us uh, at 1170 SEN, and, and I think this is... <laughs> Directed to you, Mister O'Keefe. Yeah. How on earth do you forget Beaver? <laughs> so well, we're running through the top try scorer list. He's going.
4: He just leapfrogged he him. Slater. I don't know. Yeah, do it again. <laughs> just do it again, because Gary's yeah, to really we don't top. Upset. Ken Irvine in number one with two hundred and twelve tries. Yep. Mister Billy Slater number two at one hundred and ninety. Mm. Then the Beaver Menzies at one hundred and eighty tries. Uh, reached in 1999. Most by, most by a forward.
3: In fact, I think the only other NRL forward in history to get 100 tries might be Bobby McCarthy. I could be wrong on that front. Just check that for 400
4: games? Did he get to 400 NRL no, games? No, no one's Beaver. 400. Only Cam Smith has. I Cam think. Smith. Yeah. yeah across, 500 total. He, he yeah.
5: did, uh, yeah, across NRL and Super, Super League. League. Yeah. he compiled a huge amount of games. Yeah, be like. uh, that's just the general antipathy
3: towards Manly. So sorry about that, Gary Holmes. You try to be as <laughs> impartial as we can. Uh, Eels Must says, I'm with Sharky, really the bunker. It's become redonculous with some calls. I'm expecting they'll rope in the CSIRO scientist to help make the call soon. Uh, Bunker's m- call might be something like, the bunker scientists have detected some DNA in the ball and one molecule of grass, so no try here. <laughs> yeah. Demerate, that's just what those, those that can't stand the VAR... Right in in yeah, football, football yeah. I hate that because it's an offside by half a blade of grass or a fingernail. So it wasn't really intended for that use. And well done to Real Madrid too, by the way. Yeah, We're rejoicing now. at Liverpool losing. <laughs> Shouting for I'm a Man United fan. We had right. no joy. So the only joy I can derive from this season is watching our dirty scalps. Yeah, that's scalps. Like <laughs> oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. We'll chat a bit of knights and warriors after the news at one o'clock Eastern time. Around the grounds, about eleven and a half to r- remaining in this New South Wales Cup game at Belmore. It's one-way traffic at the moment. The Dragons 40 over the Dogs 12. So 40 points to 12. Let's hope that's a good omen for first grade, which kicks off at 2 o'clock. Now, um, (laughs) the highlights package to the Warriors (laughs) v. Sharks. Now, Pat's got a Strokes shirt on today, and so he thought he'd pick some Strokes music last night because the game was last night. Very clever. Probably would have gone over most people's heads. So Steve and I are discussing the... Well, there's got to be other songs of the last night... In the lyrics. And then in unison we both started singing that R and B classic from nineteen ninety eight, Last Night by As Yet. But the lyrics are as follows, and you tell me if this is appropriate, Missile. Sing uh, last it. night sing it. I'm not gonna <laughs> sing <it. laughs> I was inside of you. Last <laughs> night while well, making love to you, <laughs> I saw the sun, the moon, the mountains, and the rivers. I saw heavens when I made sweet love to you. Can you imagine that?
9: <laughs> Last no Here's The Pedesco <laughs> back inside Damato. Doesn't need support. He's all- <laughs> he does really- Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I
2: think it's love-making round next week, so we'll be able to use tracks like this, Jules. are you
3: tweaking the thermostat in this studio, my friend? Oh, yeah, he's heated up. (laughs)
4: Uh, How good? A bit of R&B from the 90s. Uh, We're boys to men as yet. Uh, New Edition was a favourite of mine that not a lot of people would have known back in the 90s. Yeah, then they'll silk,
3: I want to lick you up and down. No, 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 that one. Can you sing it? No, We'll get Pat to cue that up. Not quite strokes. (laughs) But uh, this is the broad church of crunch time on a Sunday 736-736. Uh, uh, Kenny says, uh, Papa Lee, Uppy, Dewey, Hastings and Brooks uh, all will heavily influence the Tigers next year. The recovery has already started. Yeah, we should yeah. mention that too. We should it's looking, mention that.
5: Oh, uh, I think the Tigers are in an all right place. Mm. Will Madge be at the helm? I don't think so. But is their roster starting to take shape? Absolutely. And I'm a massive Jackson-Hastings fan. Like even again last night, Sometimes they're getting stuck down in their own 20 meters and Hastings will just take a hit up to get them out of trouble. He's, he's a beast and he's definitely the man to turn that club around.
3: And to be fair, they've had a, a horrific run with injuries. You know, yeah. Dane Laurie been out attacking weapon, Adam Dewey, who their yeah. attacks pretty much focused around, mm. and, and a handful of others. So, you know, I think a lot of people want to see the Tigers do well. The sort of team that, that no yeah. one really hates. It is crunch no. time on a Sunday afternoon. Jay's Magnuson, Steve O'Keefe. I'm Julian King. Thank you everybody for your company today. Keep those texts coming in 0457. 737, 737, 736, 736. Gonna talk Knights and Warriors after the break. Stick around.
0: Lewis has been dangerous on the left-hand side, feigns that way, Kosho goes up, links up with Isaiah Yo! and Yo just went straight through, blurring side for the Cowboys. Here's a chance, Tago skirting the touchline, throws the ball back in there, scrambling the Cowboys, Edward picks it up, oh here they come, the full scores. Yo goes upfield out the back, now yeah, they get the pass away to Edwards, Edwards finds Tao. Ty- oh, and ty oh says, Tago, this is how you finish boy. he dives in the corner and the Panthers pick up their third. Goes to Cleary, plays right away to Lavoie, over the top speculator, Taylor May takes him on, Taylor May gets to the trial
7: and listen to this.
3: Uh, Oasis. Fine choice there, Patrick. Paddy's on today, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe it. because the Cowboys in that performance, you read the scoreline 22-0, and it looks like something it wasn't, hence Oasis. That's what I reckon your reasoning was. 22 points to nil. Uh, <laughs> was the defence is pretty, pretty resolute. Uh, 22 consecutive tackles in their own 20 metres zone in the first half. Uh, it was a lot tighter in the second half, but the Panthers at home, it's always a tough assignment, isn't it, James? And uh, They look the team to beat.
5: Yeah, the Panthers... A short price favourites to win the comp for a reason. They're super impressive. The The interesting thing is, there's a couple of teams that can go toe to toe with Panthers just because they're a bad matchup for them, Parramatta being one of those, um, which keeps Parramatta in the Premiership talk. But is there a harder assignment in the game than going out to Penrith, playing nighttime football there in front of a parochial Penrith crowd? Well, it makes that win by Parramatta. Seem all the more impressive, yeah. doesn't it? All, was, all things considered. That was the best game of the year. Do you, would you agree? Mm. That that Penrith-Parramatta yeah. game? Yep. In terms of quality?
3: Yeah. Really good game of football. Yeah. Really good. Ha- having said that, I mean, if you're a Cowboys fan, Sock, I don't think you should be too despondent. I mean, that was a really good litmus no. test to see. I mean, they're overachievers this year to see mm. where they stand in the competition.
4: Yeah. I, I mean, I've been bullish on them, but I still am. The jury is still out. I mean, that was the first time they travelled south in what? Uh, it was... Eleven That's rounds. That's bizarre, I think, isn't that it? Had all first... their games, they had a home. They had an away yeah. game in Darwin against uh, Parramatta, uh-huh. when they didn't have Dylan Brown playing at six. Yeah, I, I think their performances have been much better than what we expected. However, I still think they're inflated. And if I'm looking at their next month, I'm not as convinced that they're the shoe in of the top four team. Yes, they've played well. Yes, it was a good performance the other night. But still, you haven't put points on the Panthers, who you know. I'm looking at some of their stats. The Panthers had over ten guys run over 100 metres. Dylan Edwards, 240 metres. James Fisher-Harris, 220 metres. Yo, 172 in 17 runs. I mean, they're the yardstick of the competition, you know, down by 22 points. So I think it's a fair reflection of where they're at. They had
3: 58% of the ball, Penrith. Mm. And on top of that, the Cowboys are completed at about 60%. But uh, I said if you're a Cowboys fan, you know, don't be too despondent. I think you can be reasonably optimistic uh, considering that the bounce of the ball didn't go your way. And certainly that was a thought echoed by their coach, Todd Payton, who spoke after the game.
9: Um, oh, look, I'm disappointed
1: that we didn't fire our best shot. Um, we also weren't allowed to at different stages, but um, completing at 58% is not good enough to keep me in the competition. Um, but in saying that, we really enjoyed some of our defensive periods. Um, I walk away knowing that we can beat them if we, if we get our fair pair, uh fair share of possession. You know, there was periods where or moments in that first.
3: In that first uh, half, I think. Going to say. <laughs> yeah. So don't look back in anger. There you go. I'll try that again. Patty. Uh, Isaiah, is he the form player of the competition at the moment? I think so.
4: Yeah. Um, geez, I mean, it's talk about, you know, sevens being critical, but you look at, uh, you know, ball playing back rowers uh, who have the skill that he has. I just, yeah. I'm amazed week in, week out. I'd love to say that I think Camara is the best 13 going around, but I, I genuinely think Isaiah Yo is, and it's well-deserved. Um, he's, he's a freak of a talent. 17 runs, 172 metres, not to mention all the hard work he does tackling uh, and off the ball. So
5: He's going to be huge for New South Wales, mm. huge factor in this State of Origin series, um, big point of difference for us.
3: Now, a lot of people are saying that, you know, the top teams get the rub of the green when it comes to refereeing and bunker decisions. Well, Ivan Cleary, I guess you could call it a, a riposte, Of sorts. Uh, He's not happy with the way Nathan's been treated, reckons they don't get any of those kick pressure penalties.
5: Kick pressure's changed again tonight because we never, ever, ever get kick
1: pressure penalties. And he was tackled multiple times tonight, late in the air, whatever. So maybe it's changed. Confused what? That was what it was tonight.
3: Make oh, it out what you will.
5: He's so, got such a weird relationship with the media, uh, Ivan. Ivan Cleary, doesn't he? Like, he doesn't really endear himself to the public. Um, but in terms of getting the rubber green with penalties and the like, I don't think Penrith have too much to complain about, just quietly. <laughs> I'll, I'll
3: give Penrith a wrap here. That product placement for oak chocolate milk is second to none because I just like <laughs> I drive home here like on a Friday night after wrapping up higher ground and you try and find one of those twenty four hour coals or just a serving. <laughs> of just um, oak, you know, oak, it's one. Of, you know, oak. do you ever go to the supermarket right? or oh, either, can you just go pick up a couple of things and there's always one or two things that you just without fail just keep yourself. Get, yeah. It's me, yeah. chocolate oak and mm. probably like either chips or cherry ripe or something. <laughs> Which, <laughs> You're just absolutely smashing the car. Yeah. <laughs> Chalky Oak, uh, uh, re-SEN dishwasher gate. This is from Muzz. Uh, what's the ruling from the bunker? Well, uh, I think um, we've got the integrity unit onto it, Muzz, because this has been happening for quite some time, and I'd really like to get to the bottom of it. Uh, I've put Brooksy in charge. We've uh, commissioned a special panel. Yes. Brooksy's in charge because I know that he's certainly a non-shadower, and he is uh, horrified. At the fact that people's unpacking dirty cups. yes, we'll I
2: just went out there again just to check. It is a disgrace and it will go to the official channels. Mm. Um, but also there was another question this, that running came out of it. The, running it will be there, run yeah, up, top, yeah. up as high as the ladder can go. Mm-hmm. But also there was a couple of knives oh, pointing upwards. out. No. Oh, you're, you're, how, what do you guys stand mm-hmm. on the knives out sort of situation? Mm. Yeah, yeah, up up. up. Down. Point up.
4: Yeah.
3: If, look, if for me, if it's, if it's the butter knife, up. If it's the, the sharper knife, you're overthinking this. Yeah. I generally no, I just grab
4: so. all the cutlery that's mm. there and I just go the big throw and wherever they <laughs> land. Yeah. Well, no one needs a shot. <laughs> yeah. Said, yeah, my hands are no <laughs> <a good laughs> Soccer at fine leg, why? Because I keep grabbing the sharp blade
3: and I can't catch. Uh, Daniel uh, from New Zealand. The Panthers kissed on the tush when it comes to injuries over the past 18 months. Want to see yeah. Melbourne and Penrith are both at full strength. Well, Melbourne played their worst game of the season in the prelim last year against Penrith, yep. uh, and it was pretty close in the end. Yeah, of course they had a good run with injuries, but name me a team that wins a grand final that doesn't get kissed on the tush with injuries.
5: You yeah. need a lot of luck to yeah, go Yeah, you need way. luck. You need, you need, need luck. luck. That's, for mine, this far out, it's, it's a little brazen to say, but that's the only thing I can see derailing Penrith this season is injuries in the, in the back half of the year. Mm. Oh four five
3: seven seven three six seven three six. Uh, about 25 minutes away from kickoff for the first of the Sunday games between the Dogs and the Dragons. Back to Bellmore is how it's been billed. This will be Cody Ramsey. Uh. He's keeping Tyrell Sloane out of the side. It's pretty good uh, for New South Wales mm. Cup side in their We 40 saw 40 uh, win earlier today. We saw Jaden
5: yeah. Sullivan in that uh, New South Wales game. He will be back to Belmore next year. Tyrell switch. Sloan, we'll, we'll take him I'll, back to Belmore I, as well. I'll believe it when we'll
3: see it. We'll check in with both the Bulldogs camp and the Dragons camp as well before kickoff. Oh, 0457 736 seven, You're listening to Crunch Time. Thanks to Ignite HQ. When the ultimate Blues Origin experience. Visit ignitehq.com.au. After the break, we'll have a look at the Broncos and their come-from-behind win... Over the little brother of the Titan. I reckon one of the most overused sayings in radio was we were talking off air. It's amazing what happens in the ad breaks here. Welcome back, second hour of the program, Crunch Time. James Magnus and Steve O'Keefe. I'm Julian King. Thanks to Ignite HQ. When the ultimate state of origin experience, visit ignitehq.com.au. Welcome back to everyone wherever you're tuning in, 1170 Sydney, um, streaming live on the SEN app as well, about an hour away from kickoff between the Dogs and the Dragons sellout crowd too at Belmore, which is fantastic, a wonderful afternoon in the Emerald City. 40 points to 12, the Dragons lead to Canterbury in New South Wales Cup, about five minutes remaining in that second half. Now, just before we get into a review of the Knights-Warriors game, so I come in here and I crack a little coffee, right, and an espresso. Mm. I've gone to the cupboard, and I kid you not, I've pulled out no less than 10 cups that are dirty, and not dirty, filthy. Mm. And this has happened on more than one occasion. So we need it's to get to the bottom of this, Brooks. Brooks it it yeah. is a disgrace. So either somebody's unpacking a dirty dishwasher, the dishwasher's broken,
2: or they just don't care. And,
3: and that worries me. Imagine pulling out a dirty and just, oh, I'll just pack it away anyway. was <laughs> <like, laughs>
2: filthy. You care to explain, filth- Brooks? No, I was just thinking, it wasn't me. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just first and before mean? we go into Thank any shaggy, details. Yeah. But do you get any credit for unpacking a dirty dishwasher. I think you're, you're doing a good deed for unpacking a dirty dishwasher. Yeah, I'm not getting any credit for unpacking good deed? a dirty no, no, no. dishwasher. There was the Gone intent the wash of and you know, just not being part. that uh. person. In a workplace, it is very rare when someone empties a dishwasher. Yeah. A little like, like people just leaving stuff in a sink and expecting some fairy to come yeah. along. It's a 1%. It's the yardstick of
4: this is, office, yeah. I think, is the dishwasher. You mm-hmm. can tell this place when it's running smoothly when it's got a great dishwasher servicing yeah. capabilities, but at the moment it's a shambles. So is the so show. So let's move with our on. Without question. <laughs> no, but it's, so it's the all-black
5: mentality. You know, you, you clean up the change room afterwards. Yeah. Have you noticed Paddy the baddie over there has stayed very quiet he during this segment? Yeah, And he's here late at night too, this bloke. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. Sus on you, Paddy. But it, it
3: worries me that people take a cup out and not notice it is filthy and still put it back
5: Yeah, it's not very observant, no, is it? No, it's
3: not. It's not. Or maybe it's just a bad dishwasher and bad dishwasher stacking technique.
4: Yeah, you wouldn't want to be around at mine then if you're disappointed with that. <laughs> is that your job? Yeah. yeah. You yes, yes it, yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you take yeah. pride in yeah. that? Because there's an art form to it, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think the stacking is. I've broken a, a number of wine glasses putting it in because I'm a bit lazy on the way in, and then on the oh. way out they've gone. So I've learned the lesson the hard way. Is that, mm. There is an art form to it. Knowing all the washes
5: too on the dishwasher is very important. So you get
3: like the heavy duty pots wash, got the hygiene the, yeah. wash, got yeah. the heavy
5: heavy glass. I do wash. pots every time. Yeah. Do you? Okay. Yeah, just to make it extra clean.
4: I'm more of a hand-wash. My old man was a cook in the rough, and he used to say hot, soapy water. So after dinners, I'm just in the oh, hand washing and hand-wash Oh, most, wow. That's put impressive. Put the glasses oh, in. I hate like that. To, yeah, so.
3: That's a very good point. Mm. Because they say if you overstack them, it's called shadowing. Like you put your bowls <laughs> to you know, shadowing. Shadowing. What no, it. Is. What is I'm, this? No word of a lie. If you overstack <laughs> them, like the bowls, right? If you stack yeah. the bowls too right. close together, then the water can't get in. But, you're not, <laughs> but the high-quality the high dishwashers, <laughs> you're not meant to rinse, right? What's your favourite
4: What's your favourite tab that you use? I oh, Just get whatever's on sale, mate. Oh, People like the finish, oh, you know, oh. with a red ball. It, the yeah, I like, the,
5: I like the little ball. Yeah. What's yeah. the other one? So
4: much So Matt is good. Fairy. Is it fairy? That's yeah. sort of the little gel, three yeah. different colours. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Important as well, mate. This is a big that makes a big difference in mm. cleaning. Along with shadowing, I've heard is write <laughs> 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 this like down, Stephen. Dull, you've I'll shadowed will- it again. Yeah. Unbelievable!
2: Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> man. I like how you shadow. Like you got the shadow thing, but you'll get any ball you want in there, mate. Yeah, half of them well, don't work. don't yeah. worry about the shadowing. you want to get a good ball before yeah. you start worrying about the shadow. Yeah, the-,
3: the ball is a critical component. I'll grant you, that. <laughs> it's the, the cleaning <laughs> component of the actual. Water. No, but you're not meant to rinse. rinse its dish. So I'm a rinser by nature, but you're oh, not meant to yeah. because the senses actually... Uh, detect dirty dishes. So if you rinse them too much, they think they're not dirty, so it doesn't clean as effectively. This mm-hmm. is true. Yeah. Well, this
4: okay. is true. Yeah, my dishwasher's not that. It was about four hundred bucks at my dishwasher. So I don't think the sensors are all that. Uh, you just uh, found intued. on the side of the road. Yeah, rent, yeah. The there's door, so and... much good stuff you can yeah. find on the side of the road. More free stuff. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, you Do are the old blinds. You bridges. are struggling. You are struggling. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm here, aren't I? Yeah. Uh, boys, I can't it's... believe
3: Jimmy Smith doesn't wash his cups. Yeah, well, yeah. There's a man of mystery, Jimmy Smith. I reckon he could be a culprit. Yeah, it's not Pat. Pat's yep. got the Campbell Graham kind of serial killer thing going on in the <laughs> background there. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Right, wow, round twelve results so far: Storm twenty eight over the Eagles eight, Panthers twenty two defeated the Cowboys nil, Broncos thirty one nil in the second half to come back after they were down twenty four four to the Titans. They won thirty five to twenty four. Then the Rabbitohs forty four over the Tigers eighteen, the Roosters thirty six over the Sharks sixteen, and the earlier game from yesterday: Newcastle twenty four over the Warriors sixteen.
9: they go left hand side quick hands now here's pompey left foot left foot gets the barnett got to get it down he does he's in the in goal area he gets the first try and you can hear the appreciation of the crowd as well they've struck first pushes on now to johnson goes quick goes to walsh goes even quicker now bailea oh too easy talk about the sliding on the line Billy Army bailea who was so good for the warriors last week They've gone left-centre score, right-centre score. Now they go left-hand side. Shot ball! Easy! Anari Tawala slides across, and that's what it was, the ball from the scrum. So he gets the try. Straight away they hit back. Now they go, last tackle. Milford, Milford running, running all the way! Got there! Nice play from Newcastle, and they have scored the try. No, no, look, Steve, look, yeah, rinsing with the
3: grease. So if you've got a T-bone <laughs> on the plate, you can get rid of that, right? But if you've got, you know, a bit of leftover bully or sauce, or don't worry about it. it. It's pop it. Okay, you're okay. sweet. Yeah. Well done to the Newcastle Knights. It's a win they needed. It's a win they needed, although it was the Warriors that came out of the blocks early uh, the first couple of tries and uh, some pretty soft defence there from Newcastle. And we thought, oh, gee, here we go again. But I tell you what, the thing about playing the Warriors... You're always in the game. Miss I've got the <laughs> worst defense in the NRL I yeah. can see twenty-six points. A they game.
5: they keep you in the game. Their mistakes so the Warriors uh oh, they look they look like it's their day, right? And there's three of the worst mistakes. They kick mm. out on the full three times in the one game, which mm. is unheard of. One of them a kickoff. Then Corey uh not Corey, sorry, uh Chanel Harris-Tavita mm. drops a kickoff. Oh, yeah, and
3: they scored off. Yeah. It, it just yeah. killed
5: them. Those those four mistakes
4: just killed mm. them.
5: Um, it was almost a mistake-a-thon that whole game. Those was three. What about some of the passes from the Knights? Three passes from dummy <laughs> half and the Knights <laughs> go to ground and the Warriors pick it up. It was almost like which team was going to. Sabotage themselves. Oh, it was, it was a shocker of a game. Absolute stinker. I can't see either team featuring no. in the top eight this year, but. Again, for mine, we talk about coaches under pressure. Poor Nathan Brown at the Warriors. Uh, he seems so dejected in his interviews after the game. They had the Matt Lodge thing this week. They're going to be paying Matt Lodge seven hundred thousand dollars. They were favourites. Can you believe the Warriors? Were- what does that say about yeah, the, the Knights is, when the Warriors yeah. are favourites in that? Well, As if that's not enough well, inspiration. It was to good turn up. after the first ten minutes. Though, wasn't yeah, it? yeah. <laughs> it we we spoke about it on crunch time yesterday. Knights were paying two dollars oh five. That was the easiest. Money. That was the of the round the Roosters were also paying over $2. Mm. So he multied those up. as was paying over 4 bucks.
3: Yeah, Milford had a couple of nice touches. He yeah, looked better for that did. run last he week. Did.
5: He still doesn't look 100% match
3: fit. I don't think he's at his ideal playing weight. And Caelan Ponga just showed his class once more. You mentioned there Matt Lodge. I mean, that uh, that doesn't pass a smell test. Nope. He had an article with Peter Bedell in the Courier-Mail saying, look, i got no beef with Oda Robinson. I won't say what was said, but he's just doing his thing, and I respect people you know, paying money to, to look after a business. So, uh, pretty... Pretty stock standard stuff. It says to me of somebody that doesn't want to reveal what really happened because maybe oh, yeah. there was some agreement made. So look, you've had a disagreement. You get out of the club. We'll give you the seven hundred grand and everybody go their merry way.
5: Think about this for our listeners at home. So Lodge is being paid seven hundred thousand dollars by the Warriors. He could pick up a contract for six seven hundred thousand dollars next year at another club. That's a good. bank. and then be the highest paid NRL player. Mm. At 1.3, 1.4 million. Matt Lodge, Desers highest it. paid player Desers in the NRL. It. Can yeah. you believe yeah. that? Nice. I mean, I don't know. It could
3: be, but Payne Haas might say, I'll oh, <laughs> be <beer>, very, very sure. <laughs> cool. I mean, it doesn't sit well given Matt Lodge's history. But just on Matt Lodge, uh, this is what Nathan Brown had to say about the departing Warriors forward after the match.
9: Yeah, when you recruit a player and it doesn't work out as it has in Lodge's case, it's no one's fault, but the head coaches. I brought Logie to the club and it didn't work out, so that's on me. It's not on the owner, it's not on Lodgy, it's not on anyone. It's on me, you know. So if you've you've got a bloke moving out of your club that you bring to the club, you've you've done something wrong. It's no one else's fault. But the head coach, if you move players that you didn't bring to the club, that ain't your fault because you're doing doing your job to help the club get better so I take full responsibility for the lodging
4: situation.
1: It felt like you didn't really have control over it because it seemed like it was a dispute there that
4: you weren't part of. Like, is that As, part as, of it? as, yeah. as I said, yeah, I brought Matt to the club. I was the head coach when he came,
9: and it didn't work out, so the full responsibility should land on me, not anyone else.
4: Do you
3: buy that? Do you buy Absolute that, salute? Absolute BS. That is Brownie taking the hit for the club.
5: Yeah, why? I can't understand why. Like, Does he want to do himself out of a job? Um it was Matt Lodge's father-in-law, O'Sullivan, who brought him to the club. Mm. So he has to take part of the blame. And from everything we're hearing, it was a disagreement between the owner and Matt Lodge. What's that got to do with you Nathan You can't Brown? control that
4: conversation, all that. No. And if you're going to accept that, you may as well accept everything that every player does off the field. You may as well go, no, it's not my fault. It's Brownie's fault. He brought me to the club. That's why I got absolutely, you know... Smoked on the weekend and got drunk. Oh, that's yeah. Brownie's fault. Yeah, I didn't ask yeah. to This whole situation absolutely
3: stinks. Their it's personal so responsibility. Mm. Well, do you think he's going to end up at the Dolphins? You mentioned there Peter O'Sullivan, who's head of recruitment there for the new Redcliffe franchise. I Some don't. Flatline. no. I don't. I
5: think, yeah. No, I think they've already spent too much money on their four-pack. And if there's an option of a paying Hass off contract or a Matt Lodge, I think they go Hass every day of the week. Yeah. Oh. oh the obvious choice for mine, uh, during the week, the Tigers freed up a spot in their top 30 by letting Thomas McKaylee go to uh, the Super League. Uh, mm-hmm. He was from the Tigers originally. He's bought a house in Sydney. Uh, that seems the obvious one for mine, is yeah. the Tigers.
4: Okay. But would you want him? I mean, this is the thing. All these clubs talking about their DNA and, and building club yeah. culture and yeah. Do you want Has? Do you want Lodge? I mean, it's up in the air. I mean, good football is no doubt. But do you want someone like Matt Lodge around your club who's willing to walk away, take the golden handshake, and then you, what you expect he's going to behave differently at your club yeah. and then put all that pressure back on the yeah. coach? If That's I'm the coach, point. I'm putting my hand up saying it's my fault that he's at the club. Do you, do you want to be the next coach yeah. that does the same thing? Yeah. 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 I guess the only thing is
3: that we don't know the the, minute you say the exact circumstances. Yeah. Well, Chris says uh, he's... <laughs> Very vehement on the text line, 0457-736-736. Boys, Matt Lodge is an absolute flog. The grub, isn't that a great word, flog? The grub shouldn't even be playing in the NRL. Remind me when is women in league round. What a joke. Mm. Yeah. Look, I, I'd take your point there, Chris. I, I believe that everyone gets a second chance. If mm. he serves his time, but properly serves his time. Mm. Uh, just like we saw with Russell Packer and a handful of others as well. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll take your point. I, does, he, I,
5: does he deserve $1.3 a year as is, is the
4: highest? That's place. the thing that I'm filthy about is he's taking the money off the club that you've signed up for and you're trying to build a culture. You know that you're hamstringing that club next season. Now, I know you're going to t- – we have to find out what's going on there. because so you're be. saying he's holding to ransom, basically. Well, they have yeah. to be. He yeah. can't take that money knowing full well you're going to sign a contract next year.
3: The NRL has to look into this. And I think they will. Yeah. They will. Paramount shadowing or in NRL terms, obstruction. <laughs> <Shadowing>. <laughs> Obstruction! Imagine that. We should get Vossy or one of those, one of the team here to get that in their call. Yes. Pip, beep,
4: pip. It's going to go upstairs. Possible shadowing. shadowing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Poor Very dishwasher good. tabs putting in.
3: Uh, you're getting a lot of love uh, here. If I can just bring this up because it's it's Hard quite the um, it's quite the. Where is it? Here. Hey, Missile uh, wow. go get a cup of tea. So, yeah. well, uh, <laughs> great it's to hear uh, uh, great to hear someone on the radio who was so passionate about the Bulldogs and fantastic to see they're back at Belmore this afternoon. I've got fond memories of my childhood days when mum and dad would give me fifty cents to buy a fifty cents. <laughs> Showing <laughs> your age. To buy a return train ticket to Belmore, pie a hot dog and a can of soft drink, and had enough change to buy a bar of chocolate in the trip home Gee, yes. those were the days. Season pass on the hill, run on the field at the end of the game, win, lose, or draw. They were good days, weren't they? Yeah. When was the last time you went to Belmore?
5: Last time they played there, so I, I took a picnic rug and sat on the hill at Belmore. I'm a season member, um, so I could sit in the grandstand, but I like I prefer sitting on the hill. You're a man of the people. You're <laughs> <Good> among <laughs> the fans, <laughs> aren't you? Yeah, yeah no, I, I'm really looking forward. We can see some pictures now of Belmore. It's already filling up. Um, mm. It's a sellout today. I imagine a lot of those would be Dragons fans. I was just thinking before. Mm. It, it's kind of lost its bite. The Dragons Bulldogs was a uh, great right rivalry. rivalry was it it yeah. was. It was. Um, early two thousands. There were some huge matches. Even through the nineties, they had a, a great rivalry. It's a, it's a little sad, isn't it, when teams fall out of form and those rivalries kind of fall away a bit. Because the Dragons Bulldogs, they are close proximity, um, mm. suburban wise, yes. and it's sad that 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 rivalry's fallen away a bit. It's always pinned to the fortunes of where they are on the ladder. Is
3: that right? You know, I always say this, like, in the heyday, you hated Manly in the mid-90s because they were just, you know, by far and away the best team. But when they struggle, I just don't hate them as much. Mm. So isn't it funny how it works out that way? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's
5: like Bulldogs-Para always had such a huge rivalry. Now I'm like, nah. like, it's just Para. Yeah. Yeah. I know they're better than us. Um, It's like a good James Bond film. I feel like Bond
4: is only as good as his villain. You yeah, know, how bad yeah. the villain is, you the, know.
5: The only one that endures the test of time is Roosters Souths. Regardless of where they are, it, it always seems to be so much hatred Humming in that rivalry. Yeah. yeah. Sort of foundation battle here. Yeah. <laughs> They're
3: in arguing over who gets a first game at the newly renovated Sydney Football Stadium. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, on, it's,
4: on, it's on already. Yeah. I, I hope Souths play there. Mm. If,
5: as a South fan, would you prefer
4: to go out to ANZ
5: or would uh, you yeah, rather no, go to
4: Moor Park? Hundred percent, it makes more sense. It's around the corner. Yeah. You're close to Redfern base. But will it happen? I don't think so. I think it's just a, basically it. a, a bit of a ploy to either get better conditions where they are, more yeah. money. to th- yeah. I just can't see us. Did you there. Did
5: you see the crowd last night at that Tigers South game? No. It was It was empty. Yeah. It was empty. No mm. one wants to drive out to Homebush. Uh. On a on it's a Saturday horrible way night. to get there. Trains, whatever way it is, unless you're out that
4: way, it can be a real big mission getting in and out of the game. And then when you get off the train there at Homebush, it feels like you've got another K to walk to get to the ground. If you're yeah. on the wrong side at gate C you've got to walk <laughs> yeah. the whole way yeah. around. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's just not a great experience. It's a ghost town, but even if you go out there to see concerts, right?
3: And you're vibed enough by the time you get out of there and head to the city get you've lost your mojo. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's a problem. There's no, no atmosphere there. Yeah. No atmos, no precinct. it's terrible, yeah. which is why it's a the horrible potential venue for a magic round. 0457 736 736. Rafa says, hi, boys. I hope Dusty Dufty... It's a good game today. Vamos <laughs> Bulldogs, Rafa. <laughs> Vamos, Vamos Rafa. Uh, Holy, yeah, we've enjoyed <laughs> the French Open. Uh, team lists uh, in for the Dragons, of course. Uh, no, Michaela Ravalawa. He was ruled out the other day. Tato Monga comes onto the wing for his debut for the club, and the rest are as listed. Jaden Hunt has been named as 18th man in jumper 24. And for the doggies, uh, there is no Tavita Pangai Junior. He is ruled out. And coming onto the bench Damn. is Joe Stimson in jersey number big loss. 21. Jackson Depine the 18th man uh, in jumper 19. It is a big loss.
5: That's a big loss. Uh, interesting start. Tau Tau Moga. This is his sixth NRL club. Um, what what do you reckon would be the record? That would have to be getting up uh, there. Six I believe fubs. Tyron
3: Smith has the most. And um, he's got, I think, seven or so. Seven. Think, yeah. Adam Peake, I know played for the Dogs and the Dragons, he's, got, yeah. he's had quite a few as well, Peaky. Yep. I'm just
4: going off the top of my
3: head. I, I know uh, Tyrant Smith definitely has the most. Yeah, okay. He has the most. That's course. a lot
4: of training gear, isn't it? Seven uh, yeah, clubs yeah, yeah. of training
3: gear. Yeah. You reckon he wears like, you know, so say he's playing for Saints and he used to play for South. He got the <laughs> Just, bunny socks or something to training. <laughs> yeah. training It was very commonplace back in the 80s. Was it? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. yeah. <laughs> absolutely. No, I think they've got to be – well, you'll say so loose, you know, finish your days of bricky labour. You'd chuck your training gear in the car and go to work, and now they've got special training outfits.
5: It's, and, a, uh, yeah. it's a tough assignment. First game back in the NRL for a little while. He's going to be getting the bejesus bombed out of him by Matt Burton there at Belmore today. Mm. Have you seen, have you been to a live game and seen Burton put up some of those bombs? I've seen him play for Penrith. He's got a massive boot. Oh, yeah. Arguably
3: the biggest Huge. boot. I know Kyle Fields has got a big boot. Jake Clifford's got a big boot. Burton's yeah. probably the biggest. Who's oh, big
4: yeah. got the best bomb in the game, you reckon? Well, oh, I think like biggest bring, boot the boot
5: yeah. Consistency-wise, I think Cleary. But in terms of pure height, I mm. think Burton... Has got the biggest boot. Jaden um, Campbell, surprisingly, is pretty good for a yeah, little
4: fella. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. gives an up almighty kick.
5: Yeah. in the belly of him. I just don't understand why. Like, and I've I've watched Burton live a few times now. He can put up those floaters, mm. but he he might save it for one or two a game. Mm. I'd every time I was near the halfway line, I'd be putting up the, those huge floating bombs. Yeah, every time.
3: Oh, I'd imagine you're the fullback and, you're just oh. stare, and you just
5: taking an eternity here, the footsteps
3: coming towards
4: you. Yeah. I mean you're like, even
3: in cricket, you know, they sky and catch, just go, please God, don't be, mine. Don't
4: be near me. They're yeah, really yeah. hard on cloudy days yeah. too. They always uh, say, Yeah, you shouldn't, you know, you should everyone should have eyes for the ball. I'm generally over my right shoulder, left okay, this has to be mine. <laughs> where, 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 then where where I start to you shake generally field saying that. It, uh in- Started out I, I had a lot of issues with my hands when yeah. I finished my career, so I'm a genuine third man to fine leg in T twenty. Oh, which yeah. is okay. it's basically where you put your Shittest, oldest fielders <laughs> yeah. is in these poor positions, <laughs> really? which is either 45 or deep third man. You don't yeah. touch the ball. Do you as do much, more running though? A little bit. And yeah. then I've got poor calves because I've got to carry this heavy mm, behind around. So such uh, I've, I've, I, you can't hide me. At the end of it, I was only fielding 12 overs out of 20. I wasn't ever getting through a full T20 game, oh, really? which is embarrassing. Yeah.
5: Couldn't you just get in the slips and take a breather? Yeah, breathe the, the hair, the split. I've got seven split webbing. So, oh, right. Yeah.
4: From from catching, generally from dropping, so the ball will bust through your fingers and it'll open like a sausage, and that's my bowling. Really, left hand. So I've got plenty of excuses for you. Stay around. Yeah. I, <laughs> took, I took my, my now wife. Took
3: my now wife as our second date to Australia v South Africa T Twenty game at the Sydney Cricket Ground. It would have been two thousand and. Nine? I think Davy might have been your second. Might have been his
4: second Jeez, she's lucky to stay with you. cricket as a date. Now wise.
3: <laughs> Might have been, might have been now second, wise. Yes, second, second date. Blessing. She goes, <laughs> you know, what, and I took her to a test match too. She goes, you know what? You know, because you know where like, they oh, go. I want to enjoy the things you enjoy. And afterwards, she goes, maybe next time go with your brother and your friends. <laughs> goes, that, that can insane. be quite unquote. That can be your thing. <laughs> uh, thank you, darling. But I no, kid you not, know, it, it was our second date, and I think it was Davy Warner's first or second game. It might have been. And uh, got about 30-odd. But that night, it was oh, – I can't remember the batsman it was skied. It was Cal Ferguson who took this catch. It was an absolute demon of a catch because mm. you could have gone, had a cup of tea, taken a slash, and, you know, counted to 30. It was just <laughs> yeah. up there forever. i thinking, you poor bastard. Yeah. You know, there he was. It's, and bang, it's and he extremely
4: it. isolating uh, when you've got a decent crowd and the ball goes up and you know it's yours. Because there is so – say, the SCG, it'll go quiet. You'll hear a pin yeah. drop. And then if you drop it, it's just like this muffled groan <laughs> and occasional sledge Like yeah, sledge, that you'll yeah. hear. Yeah. Is it harder at night, like black
3: sky, white ball? Or is uh, it, no, I actually it think it's
4: it? not too bad at night. Cloudy uh, days, I find it. Cloudy, yeah. Pure blue sky is the hardest because yeah, right. you don't have the depth perception. With clouds, you can actually mm. see it move across so you get a bit of depth perception. But when it's complete blue skies, so I watch these guys at football when the ball goes up and it's wobbling around. Yeah. I'm like, I'm amazed that they catch it 80 or 90% yeah. some of the great Fullbacks, because yeah. I'm like that is so much hard work, and that ball's got more. That is talking through. And in, in your peripherals, yeah. you've got yeah. blokes sprinting kilos you. running at you. Yeah, um, which I think there needs to be more done. When I have a look, there's a lot of still contact. I think when the fullback puts their body on the line to go up, there are a lot of guys running in without eyes for the ball who are just pretending to jump in the area. Yeah, and to me, I feel like that's you could really you you will find that blokes will get hurt or damaged just with contact yeah. there. You have got two hands on the ball, you can't put your hands down to protect yourself. Yeah, might be long before someone goes face first and, and there's a serious injury. So, anyway. oh four five
3: seven seven three six seven three six. Just recapping the team changes for this game. <laughs> Commencing in about uh, 40 minutes' time, 39 minutes' time at Belmore. Uh, packed out Belmore as well. So, the one change for the Dogs. Tavita Pangai Jr. is out. Joe Stimson takes his place on the bench in Jersey 21. Michaeli Ravalawa, who's out on the wing for the Dragons, replaced by Tauto Monga. And the reserves, Jackson to Pine is the 18th man for the Doggies, Jaden Hunt, the 18th man for the Dragons in Jumper 24. Josh Adekar, he's a big in for the Bulldogs. Of course, Matt Dufty, Paul Vaughan against their former clubs. 0457 736, 736 Join the conversation this afternoon. The open line number 1300 01 1170 and of course reach out via Twitter and Insta at 1170 SEN and at SEN Queensland. You are listening to Crunch Time on a Sunday afternoon. Thanks to Ignite HQ. When the ultimate Blues Origin experience. Visit IgniteHQ.com.au
0: Liu goes here to Campbell, here we go, and he gets round, and Jaden Campbell will open the scoring, and doesn't he love it? Passes to Campbell, slows things down, goes to his halfback, back kicks, right kick, AJ. Stop it, that's outstanding! Oh, what a try. That's brilliant from the tight. looking for their first points of the night, be a copy 13 bit. on oh, 11, it is. Goodness. It's a bit of thought. Oh. Wow. Oh, okay. arrogan. Gamble. Good hands. Two tackles left in this set. Martin, Mann, Herbie Farnworth, Great ball, Ezra, Mann, gets his first NRL try. The halfback from Brisbane. There goes. They have come from nowhere. Down 24 points to 4. And in the end,
3: Amazing. 31 nil. the second half. Cheeky little uh, field goal by Tyson Gamble there at the end. Uh, Ezra Mam, you heard there. Nice touch in it just his second game. He looks a real talent. But uh, do you feel for the Titans? Uh, I don't think you
5: have a lot of love for this Gold Coast side. No. James. Nah, too bad? <laughs> no, I don't feel for them. They're just this frustrating team that never realises their potential. They've got talent all across the park, and they just can't link it together. And we never speak. Uh, I don't know what Adam O'Brien's doing up there. but Sorry, not Adam O'Brien. Justin, Justin Holbrook. Justin Holbrook. <laughs> We never speak about Holbrook. No, you were saying before Sock like his name's not if even. You watch on three sixty, you can see that they give it to Gus
4: all the time. Buzz, obviously there's yeah, no love yeah. lost there. But when Holbrook's name gets mentioned, oh, good coach, very good. We're backing him for the next three yeah, or four yeah, seasons. Yeah, I mean he
3: got him to the aid last year. I think he's giving a bit of leeway. No, no, no. He's
4: yeah. on the he's oh, on the chopping like, block. Along toss with Madge,
3: a, <laughs> a hot dog. <toss>. Hey, just <laughs> on the Broncos. Of course, the Queensland Origin team set to be named. We think Xavier Coates is locked down one wing. Yet they ask a lot of the ex players. Uh, it's almost 50-50 between Oates and Cobbo. So we have a bit of a wing-off. And just looking at some of the stats here, uh, oh, Corey Oates, off. he was good. 216 metres, Corey Oates, and a line break. But then Countenance out with Selwyn Cobbo. Only 109 metres, but nine tackle busts and a line break. So you get different mm. sort of games mm. out of those two. They're both tall,
5: and I reckon you're going to see a lot well, of kicks going to the corners, especially to Brian Tor's wing. The problem you got if you go Coates and Cobbo is they play in the same side. They're the same side winger. Mm-hmm. So for mine... It, I go Oates and Cobbo. Um, I, w- I watch Coates. You don't have Coates. I don't have him, no. He's got a lot of mistakes in his game still, and he doesn't make the same impact out of his own um, back half as Cobbo or Oates do. Um, I go for experience in in Oates, and I go for the strike power of, Co- of Cobo.
4: Walsh or Ponga? Ponga.
5: Ponga. I think he showed yeah. that, didn't he? No, he was the, pretty good. He yeah.
4: was pretty good.
3: And, and look, Tino Fatsumaliari, he was very emotional in the press conference alongside yeah. Justin Holbrook afterwards. He was a monster. Best player on the field. Over 200 metres? 271 before? metres.
4: I think he had 200 up before, yeah. just
3: on time. Frightening. 271 metres for Tino. That. But he Jeez. said, you know... Oh. But but that's, you know this is how this is the humility of the man. He said, "Oh, the way I'm playing, I don't think I'll get picked for Queensland." I said, "Mate, I think you're pretty safe <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as long as you don't make decisions about short kickoffs." You know, we'll leave that to
5: DCE, shall we? <laughs> yeah. We well, oh, tried that's... something; it just didn't quite work, did it? That was so bizarre. Like the Titans are such a puzzling team. You're up and you go for a short kickoff and put no one over that side to to back up if if they if they break that front line. It mm. was. That was so puzzling from the time. So, like Holbrook must sit up there and just go, what, uh, like, and what do you talk about midweek? Like we're up by 24, let's just sort of consolidate or, you know, let's not put the queue in the rack. They just imploded. It was a bizarre game, a bizarre game. Is, uh, is Pat Carrigan in your Queensland side? Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah What about yeah. Flegler?
2: What about Flegler?
5: Yep, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I'm super impressed by Flegler. I've mm. got I've got Carrigan at lock and I'll put Tino in the front row. Mm. So you have got to get his Jai Arrow in your squad.
4: Yeah. If you what's what are your thoughts on his form? For the I think it's patchy. been pretty mellow at best. Yeah, yeah.
5: Patchy. Um, mm. he's got a good track record at Origin. He steps up in those big games. Yeah, yeah. He'll uh, head slam Teddy. When oh, what's an that <laughs> name? Yeah. 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 Well, the, the other option there
3: is, I mean, you can play Tino front row, or you could play Tino Locke and maybe pick Lindsay Collins in the front row. Mm. And he gets I, a bit he's of been playing well, in your he? Pack. Yeah, I, I, for mine, Lindsay Collins misses out. 0457 736, 736 Yeah, got any origin smoke? He's happy to hear your thoughts on that today yeah. on the text line. We are gearing up for the Dragons v Bulldogs, 2 o'clock, about 14 minutes away from kickoff at the beautiful Belmore Sports Ground. To take us to the break, uh, Jack Bird spoke to Fox League.
5: Yeah, 100%. Obviously uh, dragged on a little bit there, but, um, you know, I'm happy to get it done and I'm happy to start the Dragons. Yeah, it's a little bit hard uh, moving around, but um, I... I I'm happy to play wherever the team needs me to play, but
1: uh, I'd probably say I like playing 5-8 a little bit best, but um, I still haven't tried lockout,
5: but I I wouldn't mind it.
8: Great rivalry between these two clubs. How can you break down the Bulldogs?
5: Yeah, listen, uh, you know, they're they're thriving for a win, so um, it's going to be a hard one here, back here at Belmore. So, um, you know, we came up uh, against the Warriors last week and got
1: a good win, so... Um, I think we are just got to stick to our structures and um, break them down that way and uh,
3: just go for the whole 80 minutes. Yeah, Jack Bird talking to Blocker Roach on Fox Sports. Glad for him and glad for the Dragons fans that he has his future settled. Breaking back with more. You're listening to Crunch Time. You know what? It's been surprisingly amicable in the studio in the lead-up to the Dogs v Dragons. Now. For, now. for now, yeah, We're about uh, eight and a half minutes away from kickoff. Just recapping the team changes for the Dragons. No, Michaeli Ravalawa. He's placed taken on the wing by Tata Monga. His first game for the club. And Jaden Hunt is the 18th man in jumper 24. And for the doggies, TPJ, Davida Pangai Jr. is out. There so wasn't Stimson much talk about that, was 21.
5: there? Midweek. Well, yeah. While you've got that team sheet in front of you, can I throw you a little curveball here? I love a curveball. Can you pronounce that touch judge name? Uh, oh yeah, Ziggy <laughs> Przyslaska Adamski.
4: <laughs> oh, wow. That's one of the greatest names I've ever seen. Ziggy, first yeah, name
3: yeah. Ziggy. He's a legendary touch judge. Is he? Grant Atkins He's a good fellow. Grant. He's in the senior. He's the bunker official today. My wife used to work him. You wouldn't meet a lovelier guy. And um, <laughs> six? No, I'm not. What? I'm no, because no, the referees get constantly bashed. I'm giving him a rap. <laughs> okay. He's one of the top refs in the game. Uh, six again? Cummins should probably uh, hang up the whistle just. <laughs> 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 <six.
4: laughs> constantly bashed. Oh, uh, four, five, seven, seven, three, six, yeah. uh, seven, three, six.
3: Uh, 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 when you watch the Panthers in full flight, Jose Yo is involved in every play. He's like having a six foot four. 106-kilogram extra halfback with ball distribution. Great yep. play. Yeah, he is. He's, he's a beast. Yeah, he's a lovely guy. Well, you're
4: naming your Queensland back rowers. What about some of the Cowboys uh, back rowers that have been doing well? Like Cotto, Nanai. 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 Do
5: you see them fitting into your
4: team? or just? Not I yet? think Cotter yeah.
5: might get a spot on the bench. Yeah, pretty yeah. versatile. He looks made for origin, doesn't he? Yeah. He looks made for origin. Although he did get ragdolled a couple of times by those big uh, Penrith mm-hmm. forwards. Mm.
3: 63 tackles you made against Penrith. Yeah. Wow. 63. Well, that, think,
5: that
4: is huge. I think the Cowboys made 470 versus 320 yeah. tackles for the yeah, game. That's crazy. a lot of extra yeah. tackles. Well, look, Capel and Kafusi
3: <laughs> are probably your yep. edge players, I'd yeah. say, and then Lock depends which way they want to go. Now, a big return or big in for the dogs at the return of Josh Adokar. He spoke to Fox Sports before the game.
2: Yeah, loving it, bro. Um, yeah, the boys are great. The coaching staff are great. Um, the fans are great. Everyone's welcome me um, to the club
3: very well. And um, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Um, yeah, they missed a piece of the puzzle at the moment. It's just um, yeah, winning footy
4: games. Uh, my life outside of footy is good. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, a lot of history, bro. It's all over in the walls in the gym, all that kind of stuff. And they had an old boys um, reunion yesterday, so got to meet
2: um, a lot of the old boys. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been awesome.
3: He's good value, isn't he? You can always hear the smile when he speaks, Josh Oda He's yeah, a wonderful bro. ambassador for the sport, brah. It's interesting. Uh, <laughs> Fletchie Fletchy told me uh, when I was filling in for Sugar on the run home, he said, there's a little whisper that his lock on one wing for the New South Wales Blues is not as tight as perhaps it once uh, was. Ah, blasphemy. We you just mentioned Swarley in the future. Freddie's oh, yeah, going to pick and stick.
5: And stick. Come mm. on. Like, uh, in, a, in a team that's underperforming, Adokar hasn't been bad. He's still scoring tries. He's still making meters out of his own end. Defensively, I don't think he's the best defensive winger, but because he's so fast, he gets himself out of a lot of trouble. He can turn and chase and cover where some wingers will sort of lose the player down the sideline. So Adokar makes my team every day of the week. Uh, Now, I... My gift to you was Matt Dufty and Paul Vaughan, uh, James. So, <laughs> you're welcome. I'd be very surprised if either of those gentlemen are at the kennel for season 2023. Yeah, I think Dufty's in a bit of strife. There's there's talk he's already signed with, mm. I think, Warrington, was it, in, in the Super League. Um, we saw Corey Allen in, in the reserve grade before. I'm surprised that Dufty's maintained his position in, in first grade, to, to be honest, there's a couple of his performances over the past month. But here's a special for... The punters out there, I reckon Dufty against his old team, anytime try scorer mm. Into Bulldogs 1 to 12. Yeah, I've got yeah. a feeling. Good Socks got you. a feeling.
4: Yeah, I'm with you on Dogs 1 to 12. I've had feelings before and they've often been wrong. <laughs> <laughs>
3: 0457 736 736, about five minutes away from kickoff. The Dogs and the Dragons to commence proceedings Sunday afternoon. National Rugby League action, indigenous round. You are listening to Crunch Time. It's Crunch Time as the two teams take the field. It's, it's a beautiful sight. There's a few better sights in rugby league than a glorious afternoon in Old City Town. Packed Hill Missile, Belmore Sports Ground. Belmont's looking a treat, isn't it? It is looking an absolute treat. The service, I mean, you could eat, you could eat dinner off that. And, uh, we're about to get underway. Uh, round 12 action. We've got the Bulldogs up against the Dragons. We've just finished all the uh, ceremonies, Ooh, the smoking ceremonies. The Welcome to Country by Uncle Matt John. Matt burton got the uh, Indigenous headgear. That's fancy. Yes. Yeah, so, well, the jerseys are really impressive. I like the Dragons like, one too. I yeah. really like the Dragons one. Mm. 0457 736 736 is the text line number. That's Boswell cool. was up nice and early this morning for the Champions League final. We were hoping to get a hold of him, but he's not answering. So he might have a little... (laughs) Didn't he miss Bozza? He came late. To a stand Sports coverage, yeah, because he was yeah, slept yeah. in. He just has the, yeah. straight down the barrel of the camera, the heartfelt apology.
7: <laughs> anyway, look, we've all done. Have you ever
4: missed training? Have been late for training? Oh, only half a dozen times. Yeah. What about yeah. you, Jake? Yeah, yeah, a few over the years. How do you sleep in when you need to be up at three? Oh, you know, I know, like, mind boggles, mate. Yeah. Do you even bother going to bed? With you, you swimmers, you know, because you always
5: it's it's shocking hours. I reckon it's part of the reason that we, we have short careers. Mm. Just like it's a hard enough sport as is. Without having to get up that early, and
4: why? I've always wondered why swimmers have to do it at five o'clock. Why can't you do it at one o'clock in the afternoon? It's just got
5: this really old school kind of undertones to it. Swimming, like you got to be tough, you got to be disciplined. You, yeah, it's it's just that old school mentality. I don't know. You know the
3: the debate about horse trainers or why do they train horses so yeah. early?
5: because back in the day
3: you had to do it and then go to your regular job Yeah. Right. and they thought okay well if it's a full time gig you can do it later in the day so the people started doing it later in the day and they found out other trainers were getting in earlier to get the best <laughs> of the track <laughs> conditions so everyone just oh bugger it we'll just all start you know <laughs> at, at sparrows again it's a funny old thing yeah. and I wonder if that might have had something to do with it too yeah uh, potentially you know swim trainers if they weren't full time they had other commitments and so it was the only time well, of the think day about,
5: they could... think about some of the most famous uh, swim coaches in Australian history so you got like your Laurie, Laurie Lawrence, Lawrence, Dennis Cotterall, these like type Forbes, of characters. Carlisle, Forbes, yeah. Forbes. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's that's what we're working with. There's there's not there's never really been sort of young um what about Dini pro- Boxall though?
3: How, would he be young and progressive? Nah, old no, old school. He's old
5: school. He's old school. What about yeah, a, a Tracy yeah. Menzies? What about Tracy? Yeah, you- <laughs> Tracy but but she's she's no longer in the sport. Okay. Um I think because she was so progressive. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. They don't like
3: progressives in swimming. No. 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 They're all liberal votes. Well, think about this. even Yeah. <laughs> even
5: uh, – I, I used to, at times, swim 80 kilometers a week. Oh my what? God. For 47 seconds of uh, racing. Like, that's how old school we are, that we still do the – That's crazy. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. And you know Usain Bolt's not out there running 80 kilometers a week. Um 80,
4: color. but I guess you're trying to refine your technique in that. That's obviously you're doing it to get all the. Oh, they just call it oh. sort of building a base, <laughs> building an aerobic
2: base. Sound very progressive. Well, does you it? know that, that's
3: no. you know when they train fast bowlers now. It's the old D.K. Lily mantra of miles mm. in the legs. Mm. You know, that's that's the best way to train.
4: Just run mm. and run and run. Oh, I love you how know? these old cricketers used to would come out and say, "Oh, we used to all with the fitness we do is run and bowl, then drink a, a carton of." Mm. Yeah. it's like well hang on all these guys had 18 months off with injuries all these guys didn't play as much and if you watch their second or third spell in some of those test matches honestly yeah. jules you the could push it out quicker mate yeah oh yeah. It's, it's embarrassing some of it um yeah. but you know that's that old school mentality you know run seven k's then go bowl ten overs in the nets and you're going to be a fine cricketer and you're like mm, okay now michael chammers <laughs>
3: from the city morning herald has just tweeted the origin team male daniel tupo is in the team steve kreitner debut Angus Crichton, unlikely to be picked in the squad. And Leah Martin, not in the 17, but injuries this afternoon could change that. And uh, sadly, there'll be no Jake Draboyevich in the team. He's been left out. It's a big call from Freddie. So a bit of early mail from Michael Chamison. His mail's normally pretty good, Chamwell. Daniel Tupo in the team. Is that So who's not in the team is the question. Uh, well, Ado-car or, or Ty? Uh, it yeah, goes back to what I was saying about Josh Addo yeah, Maybe not the lock everyone thought he was. They'll pick
5: so. Ty for sure. You need him making those metres out of the, mm. the red zone. Yeah. Ugh, I don't know. It's harsh on Addo Car. He hasn't been playing poorly. Yeah. Well, they're well, not uh, the blokes you'd drop if he had to drop blokes. It's not Addo
4: Car. would not be the top of my list. We'll, we'll find out
2: about 6 o'clock tonight, so, Booksy. Do you guys reckon this is... To counteract maybe the, the Queensland height. wingers yeah. where they're potentially gonna pick Coates, Oates, Cobo, yeah, bigger mm-hmm. units out on the wing. Yeah. Where they've had the two stocky and quick mm-hmm. guys in and For and sure. Toto. Has to be.
5: For sure. But if well yeah. So if you if you're picking Crichton then you link him up on that side with Toto, I guess, and so you have a Stag's Tupo on the other side. Yeah, so that's really interesting.
3: Daniel Tupo back in the team. Uh, and we don't know at the expense of who just yet, because we don't talk or complain either side. So yeah. Depends, but we'll wait and see. Uh, no Jake Royvich and Liam Martin, not in the 17, but it may change due to injuries. So and Angus Crichton. From Michael Chambers. So four five seven seven three six seven three six is the text line number. Chris from Condor Park. He says, boys, I'm on a roll. You guys are reading the text. Let me say the missile is a pleasure to listen to. Great overall sports knowledge. His only problem, he's a dog supporter. I mm. uh, Agree with everything you say there, Chris. Yeah. Condor
5: Park. Mm-hmm. Western uh, suburbs.
3: That's uh, You don't cross the Anzac Bridge, mate. So yeah, yeah, oh yeah, but that sounds badness.
5: like <laughs> sounds like almost Bulldogs territory, isn't it? Uh, Condell Park?
3: How how did you end up being a dog? I might have asked you this question. How did you end up
5: being a dog? My, my dad grew up in the Bankstown area. Yeah, It is in the Canterbury Bankstown yeah, region, yes. That's what I'm thinking. Mm. Like Condell Park should mm. be a Bulldog supporter. I'm guessing he's a Dragon supporter then.
3: We can take the boy out of the suburb or... Th- you can't take the suburb out of the boy. Yeah, you know what I mean, so you know, probably being transplanted. Oh four five seven seven three six seven <laughs> three six. Uh, about three and a half minutes gone. Nil all the score between the dogs and the dragons. And of course, later today in the nation's capital, we have got the Raiders and the Eels. This is going to be a really good game of footy. Uh, the Parramatta, slight favourites, you think going in. Having said that, their record in Canberra has been I diabolical. I think what yeah. four out of the last twenty five they've won Parramatta.
5: Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> I hate the trip down the. Uh the Hume Highway. Um it is a it is a tough road trip down there to Canberra, but you know P- Parramatta I I consider them premiership threats, but this is a game that Parramatta can lose. Well, we'll get the opinion of one of
3: Parramatta's fighters who's on the line right now. He's just come off calling duties for Fox Sports where the Dragons were too good for the Bulldogs in the New South Wales Cup. 40 points to 22. We speak of the legend Tim Matter, is on the line right oh, now. Oh, he is. Timmy. Hey, boys. How are you?
1: Hey, Timmy. I, I, heard all that, I heard all that talk about Parramatta, boys.
5: <laughs> <laughs> well, you mustn't have had too many successful trips down there then. No, I was a pretty lean uh, few years of, uh, very cold, very cold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: Thanks, It's, like a true, it's, tough it's very cold in Canada. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I yeah, love excuse anyway. Um, nah, but uh, to be honest, I do think that it, things have probably turned a little bit the last couple of years. And yeah. um, you know, we've got a team now on paper that you know you should, they should win. But I do agree that it's uh, it is a danger game. You know, it's a game that it could easily go the other way around
3: couple of ins for you. Wonga Blake is back after injury, but if you look at the Canberra side, the man they are trading with all pre-season, they missed him for all this year, Jamal Fogarty returns. Uh, it's a big in for them. Yeah,
1: it's huge in. You know, he was a big loss for them side the start of the year, especially when you think about they able to spend the whole pre-season with him at seven, so practising their plays and their game management, everything with him there. So to take out your key player and then go through the first half of the year without him it would have been a, you know, a really big loss.
5: For the Eels... Been yeah, sorry, Timmy. For the Eels, so Wonga Blake's back. Sevo's almost back. That's not far away. That was seemed to be their only real weakness was in the outside backs. They look for the complete package once those two are back.
1: Yeah, I know you said they they're, they're Premiership threat. I agree with that, man. I think in terms of balanced sides, it's one of the most balanced teams in the competition. they yeah. right across the park. Their their biggest you know um, hurdle they got to get over is the ability to perform and there's a bit of pressure in the big big uh, games towards the end of the year. So that's what's going to be their challenge. But in terms of personnel and, and, and plays in the field, they've got a very strong team.
3: Just on the eels here, Timmy, as we look ahead to Origin, uh, we don't know. There's a few leaks starting to come out, but mm. th- they may not have too many lost to that Origin side. Uh, this is a real chance to cement yourself over that Origin period against a couple of the teams that will be missing some of their superstars. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's a good. It's a good thing that you know. It's a good end bad thing. You want Origin plays because it gives you big game experience and, and plays that can um, you know come back to, from camp with a lot of uh, confidence and leadership. But at the same time, it's a good opportunity to kind of um, sneak home a few two points against some teams that you can probably get them at a vulnerable time. Uh, I think I do. Our first one's a buy, so that kind of takes away that first one. But the next two, are a good opportunity to get some easy two points.
4: Right, you've got your selectors cap on now, Timmy, because you're everywhere. I'm seeing you on TV, you're on the radio. I'm loving your work, mate. If you're a Blues selector, who do you have in your team? Yep. Do you have Regan, Campbell, Gillard, Junior Bolo, even Ryan Madison? Any or any, any, all of those three making the side? Uh, personally, I'd have all, all three. Oh,
1: <laughs> <obviously>. <laughs> yeah, You'd have Team uh, manner as well, wouldn't I mean, you? Yeah.
7: Junior,
1: <laughs> junior for sure. Junior is obviously, yeah. obviously the first big front rowing. Um, Regan, I think they can go either way. Depends on whether they play Jake Duboisovich in the
3: front row or not. We're hearing um, he's not in the side. Yeah, we're spot. hearing he's been dropped. It's a bit of mail. He might not make it. Mm.
1: Jake Duboisovich, okay. Um, yeah. On top of that, I think um, Maddo. Same thing. He, he wouldn't do anyone any harm by being a side. But at the same time, they got some options there. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I think he. I
5: think you could find Maddo. Could find himself on the bench. Mm, yep, I agree. And Reid Marnie, potentially for Queensland? You uh, Harry Grant said or what's Yeah, We yeah, think well, he'll he's be got fit. A, a groin strain or something. Yeah. He didn't play this week. Oh, I don't know. Billy was really strong on saying whoever the 7 any he picked were had to be able to train that whole week in the lead-up. Uh, he saw that as a big weakness last year. They had a few niggling injuries. So, Reid Marney might be there about. Well, he was in a squad
1: there, I think it was last year, the u so He's been there before in terms of being around the atmosphere and being in camp. Uh, I, yeah, I, I think he'll probably be in a squad. Uh, and whether or not he gets in the team is going to depend on whether Harry Grant's fit or not.
7: Mm. Uh, uh,
3: another piece of mail coming through is that uh, Anthony Tupu is going to make the side. Do you think that's perhaps to, to negate that aerial threat that Queensland poses with their tall wingers? Even
5: uh, Anthony's cousin, Daniel, Daniels. Daniels. might so, be so, <say>?
1: Yeah, Anthony was a great running back. He <laughs> was for New South Wales. Australia, yes. yeah, uh, Daniel, I, I well, add, yes. Daniel, when, when rumours like that come out uh, the way it has, he's in there, so you know he's in the team. And I think he's in the team because, like exactly what you said, it's kind of counter that aerial assault that Queensland will throw. You know, They've got some yeah. really big jumpers in there. Um, and you know what? I think Daniel Cisney is probably one of the most, Consistent underrated plays in the competition. He does his job so well. He's done it for so long that he's won competitions, uh, won for the ships, won Origin Series. I can't see him doing a bad job there.
3: All right, let's get a tip on the four o'clock game Eels and the Raiders. Well, I know you're going to go power. Power by how much, Timmy?
1: Um, I actually think Canberra will will, uh, turn up with a good attitude. I think power will win. The police sneak home by four points. By four points. And what four about points. this game?
3: Uh, it's a, Hey, how was it at Belmore before we let you go? It's a beautiful afternoon. The surface looks pretty good and, and a nice crowd building.
1: Oh, it was beautiful. I, I love the sight of those old suburban grounds, but Belmore was just a... The, the, the atmosphere building there is great. Uh, I, I'm sure it's going to be a great game. I actually think there's going to be an upset. I think Bulldogs will win this one. Yeah, yeah, thanks for your time, me. Tim. We might let you go and get <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, mate. Thank you. Best of luck. We'll catch you soon. Thanks, mate. There is uh, Tim Manor, Eels legend, part of the team here at SEN and a really good fella. Oh four five It's gone from end to end this game at the moment. The Bulldogs in possession, final tackle, put in a kick, and it's swallowed. Kind of hard to, to, to maintain mode. concentration, isn't it? I <laughs> <laughs> on in the background. Yeah, so you know, say, t- so, it's just quietly. See, what happens when we do interviews, right? And the, Somebody asked a question. We might sort of just make eye contact, point, yeah, thumbs up. I'll ask the next one. I'll just
5: sort of pointed to Steve and say, can you just sort of get the next couple out? So i got to watch the game a few (laughs) minutes watching the game. (laughs) You know, Timmy told us last week, Jules, that uh, his whole family were Bulldogs fans. Yeah. And when they turned up to watch uh, Bulldogs-Eels games, he got them all tickets, and they all turned up wearing Bulldogs jerseys. Oh, <laughs> man. really? How harsh That's is that? That's enough to ostracise you from your family, <laughs> is
3: mm. uh, is the text line number. Hey, just away from Rugby League for a moment, a uh, fairly big game of football in the early hours of the morning. Well done to Real mm. Madrid. They won their 14th European title, defeating Liverpool 1-0. It was quite a remarkable game of football, soccer, where Liverpool had... About a thousand chances on goal. It was only the
4: the heroics of Coutois nine saves so was it Toir. incredible. They oh, got him over yeah. the line. Uh, disappointing for the Scousers. I, when I played cricket, I went over and stayed in Liverpool in Formby. Uh, you know, and I was an Everton supporter. You know, they say you're born a blue, mm. made a Scouser. So you'd be happy with that result, would you? Oh, very happy. Or, yeah, good yeah. man. Um, however, you can't knock Liverpool season, right? They've had a uh, wait. Well, you're a Man U supporter, of course. Uh, any other I, I won't the knock most? their season. I'd, I'd love to have a season like that <laughs> yeah. where, if where you ain't we first you last, Ricky Bobby, yeah. isn't it? Doesn't matter. Well, second. Second, <laughs> if you get
3: second,
7: you get third, you get. Do...
5: <laughs> uh, yeah, Viseau, what did you make of it? Um, I'm a Liverpool fan. Mm. Yeah, so disappointing, but it's just good for Liverpool fans to have the, the team up in lights. Um, they had some quiet years, some lean years there, and now they're just a juggernaut of world football. Yeah, well done. I mean, they had a really good run to the finals. I mean, Chelsea, um, Man City,
3: and PSG. Yeah. And everyone's talking about Liverpool and not Real Madrid. Yeah. And I think we probably undersold them. 54% possession to the Reds. 24 4 shots. Amazing. 10 1 in the first half. Four shots and, for no goals. Uh, a, a dodgy sort of offside rule late in the first half, and Benzema, was, I was probably okay with it. And then uh, Vin- Vinicius Jr., his 22nd goal of the season. So well done to Real Madrid. They are Giants. When it comes to European Champions football, oh four five seven seven three six seven three
4: six. In, interesting stat here, Jules, and I'd like to get your opinion on it. Where does Carlos Ancelotti stand as a as a manager? Six cha- total champion leagues, four as manager, two as a player. Yeah, he's won the champion league in each of the past five decades. Mm. What's your thoughts? Mm. Oh,
3: he's a freak. Think about Ancelotti; he's one of the best managers going around it, managing egos in a dressing room. They mm. reckon he's second to none. There'd be a few in a soccer oh, change. well, exactly they're where they're right. right. No, yeah, I <laughs> mean, Real, it, you <laughs> know, the big clubs like that. Um, their sort of name was attached to Man United a couple of years ago. I was kind of wish he would have really? arrived there. Yeah. You know
5: how we, we know the salaries of the, the players. What do you get as a manager of a big club like that? Good question. It'd be on... Look, he's not in Struggle Street. This is where Brooksy comes in. Yeah, Yeah. Brooksy.
4: About the same as an SEN producer, I think. Ancelotti (laughs) salary. About the same (laughs) as Maybe slightly less. Uh, Per year. I just want to mention this too. Uh, It probably doesn't
3: get as much coverage because cycling is not that mainstream. But Jai Hindley, uh, Perth-born cyclist, he's going to win, gents, the Giro d'Italia. So he hit the front and stands. He's 17 clicks away from becoming only the second Australian. To win one of the three Grand Tour events, uh, he mm. rides with the Bora Hansgrohe team. He's got to take advantage of a one minute twenty-five second lead into the race-ending individual time trial that uh, in Verona. So if he's if he's successful, Jai Hindley, he's going to join Cadell Evans, of course, who won the the Tour de France 2011 as the only Australian rider to win one of the three Grand Tour big events: ones. the Giro, the Tour de France, and the Vuelta. It's a big. What was big the achievement. third one?
5: The Vuelta. Oh, I yeah, heard say
3: that, that again.
5: The Vuelta. That's great. Panache. If you don't know,
3: you just you just say it fast and with confidence. Can you right. say
5: with Alan Alan Jones an impersonation? Well,
3: bit well, the Grand Tour events: the Giro, the, Giro. <laughs> the Tour de France, and the the Elta. <laughs> <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> oh, got them. See the thighs of these gentlemen, the thighs.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Eamon Sullivan's on the line. How's the body holding up, Eamon? <laughs> oh. Stephen O'Keefe and James make Oh. So it was, it was great. Uh, Jai, Jai Hindley, uh, excellent result. Well, he has, he's not over the line yet, and so hopefully he doesn't crash and jinx so Do they do haven't.
5: the same thing on the last leg of that where they basically, you know how they ride into Paris? Yeah, the Charles Well, Lys, it's Lisa a time
3: trial, so it's a bit different. Oh, ah, yeah, they finish yeah. with a time trial. Yeah, which is brutal. unusual. Whereas normally it's a tour, it's a second or third last leg. Yeah, so, yeah, okay.
4: Where does this link in now? So it generally, this is a warm-up, isn't it, for the Tour de France? If you my ignorance for cycling. But yeah, it tour's a, around
5: sort of July. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, so sometimes they won't do both tours because yeah, it's too brief Riddle, but I don't know, I'd, I'd assume he'd back up after that performance.
3: Oh, without question. If you're winning a Giro Italia, I'd love to see the odds of the tour coming up. Oh four five seven seven <laughs> three six seven <laughs> three six. 736 Penalty goal to Matt Burton. The Dogs lead 2 0. About 14 minutes gone in that first half. You are listening to Crunch Time on a Sunday afternoon. I'm Julian King, Steve O'Keefe, Smithy, and The Missile. James Magnuson breaking back with me. You know, it's funny, I've had the, I guess you could say, good fortune of watching Shane Flanagan sit and watch his son Kyle play for the Bulldogs and, and let's just say he gets very animated Does Coach Flanagan. I reckon James Maggerson you're right up there during the break <laughs> there's <laughs> a few words that you know if it did go to where then Pat would have to hit the dump button <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. get it funny he's up out of his seat he's up out of his seat Is it? Mm. yeah this could be funny I mean you do a, a one minute stint I'll do a one minute stint of us calling
5: oh man they're a frustrating team to support <laughs> I mean I guess the Dragons probably are too right oh hello yeah hello
2: oh, they're the most savage fans I reckon of the game
5: Dragons yeah fans. they are they, they always bay for there. blood with coaches if, if the results don't go well
2: so it looks like there's four 14,000 there. I reckon there's probably 13,990 negativity. Comments yeah. about this game at the moment <laughs> like both fan bases just giving it to yeah, their, yeah. their own team I've never had more
4: yeah vitriol for, it. for the team that you're supporting is oh. just going to said positive we're going to win I think we're going to get it done and it's oh what's that
7: out of dummy half excuses? you are useless Sorry. what do so we keep it? picking this guy <laughs> <laughs> you can imagine it.
4: it's going it's oh I can't
7: watch it
3: turn it off my grandmother would make a better tackle <laughs> on that yeah, oh uh, man. he's rubbish uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want Eddie. to bring something up with you. I saw this the other day. The world's strongest man has credited his preparation tactic of drinking a bottle of vodka the night before the competition <laughs> oh, for success. Oh, a bottle? His Who is Eddie, it? Eddie Hall. His oh, his yeah, Eddie Hall. So this is what he did. He had a bottle of vodka, some mm. Valium, and some Tramadol, which is like a, a painkiller. Oh, my And word. he's fallen asleep sitting in his chair. It's lucky to be alive. He's gone number ones and number twos, much to the uh, chagrin of the woman in the hotel or man in the hotel that had to clean up afterwards. Then he went out and won the competition. So he, his <laughs> theory is just forget about all the training.
5: A good night's sleep is the key to performance the following uh, day. I, I agree with the good night's sleep. Mm. The way that his means of getting a <laughs> good night's sleep. And I don't know if it is a good night's sleep if you're pissed after a full bottle of vodka it'd be yeah, and volume you're
4: lucky your heart's still going let yeah. alone a good night's sleep
3: but what about this i slept that good i went to bed in this set upright position woke up in this position eight hours later what's impressive he didn't tip at all you yeah, know yeah, just bing. Bing.
5: yeah oh eight. the way he's probably built he probably just sits there like a block of flats sort of slouches in the yeah. yeah how do you
3: sit sleep for eight hours upright in a chair and I'm not talking airplanes here. <laughs> right. Is that a story. I'll tell you how. I'll contribute to valley. Yeah, that's that'll <laughs> do it. Yeah. It's like
2: weekend at Bernie's sort of oh, levels. It's going to keep it? propping everything like propped up. I love how candid he
4: is, in it? At least mm. he's honest. Yeah, you know, he doesn't. He's gone into explicit detail on how yeah. he has a good night's sleep. Yes. Not that he should be encouraging. Charlie's that sort of yeah. 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 So yeah. he lifts material. up the
3: trophy. Most people thank their agent. Thank God, he just thanks the good people at FIS. <laughs> 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 <Yeah. laughs> oh four five seven seven three uh, six seven three six. Dragons on the attack. Uh, only four tackles remaining in the set. They're about eight meters out. The dogs lead two points two. Neil, oh, just in the French Open, have you been following the French Open? At
5: all? Mm, not Literally? particularly. I've been following the chat between Tomek and uh, oh, Kyrgios on Twitter. Do Do you you know know what, what? Have you seen the no, latest No, tell me, tell me more. So Tomek's uh, offered a million dollars bet with Kyrgios for a one-on-one match. Tell me that's not primetime television. I'll watch the hell out of that. A million bucks for a one-on-one game, Kyrgios versus Tomek.
7: What? It was a war of words. How tommy you just put your head down and just yeah. <laughs> start playing. <Well>, that, <laughs> he says you a million dollars. has yeah. so said, well, Earn mate, it. hang
3: on. I'm in preparation for Wimbledon, the usa but I think you're struggling on a challenger surface. So, so <laughs> yeah, mate, you know, get back to on the main circuit. tour, then maybe we'll talk. Because Tomic says, oh, mate, you know, I always beat you. They played once at an exhibition, which Tomic won. Oh, is said, that it, is scared. it? Yeah, I thrash you at training. If they played now, curious would flog him. Yeah, I, I'd I, like
5: to see it. I find it really hard
4: to engage with our tennis stars. And curious, I think, has got at least some room for improvement. Atomic, I just can't buy into. But I want to have fans that we love. And the Dragons are in. Take it yeah. away, yeah. Jules. Jump, uh, Scores his first <laughs> try. a nice little draw Zach
3: Lomax. Flicks it out. And uh, the acrobatics, he scores in the right-hand corner. The Dragons four, Canterbury two. Kick to come.
4: Oh, that's great radio, yeah. that. That <laughs> reminds me of listening in the uh, in the shed with my old man, who used to get kicked out there because he'd have his own brew. Mum wouldn't let him drink in the house. We'd listen on the two-way. The Bunnies losing sixty to six from Melbourne, but you'd go oh. round the grounds. Around so the, ground. very same.
3: Well, that's when they played all the
4: Sunday games oh. at the same time, yeah. and,
3: and the radio would only have one call. game on. Yeah. Yeah, and so you know. And yeah. TUE might have one, G might, might have another, ABC. And you'd, mm. So if your team wasn't playing, you'd sort of, okay, listen to one. And they go around the grounds, mm. progress scores from around the grounds. But mm. I remember my early days going to, to North Sydney Oval. My uncle used to take me in. And they do that around the grounds. And say you needed a particular team to lose to enhance your chances of making the, the final five back it was here. And they'd go around the grounds. And Penrith 14, Balmain Six and I'll go Oh,
9: oh yeah. you know cup. that's sort of you're really yeah. excited because oh, you, yeah. you didn't
3: know. You didn't know. And it's sad that in a sense that the mystery's gone out of it. But it reminds me we're talking about the Champions League. Now Liverpool and that final round of the Premier yes. League of Super yeah. Sunday. Because Man City were down 2-0. 2-0, And the yeah, word yeah. had got around. And then they actually announced the wrong score. So Liverpool fans are,
4: ch- fans are cheering. Yeah. They thought Villa had gone it's up Scored, to- yeah. There's some <laughs> fake news going around the crowd. Oh. Isn't it amazing on the last day of that, you don't want to talk too much about Premier League, but how engaged ev- cool. every game still has relevance. Yeah. You had Villa, then you had Steven Gerrard as the, the boss, and then you had the playoff uh, Leeds playing for to stay away from relegation. So yeah. all these yeah. games had different contexts. And what an amazing tournament used to say over there the scouts is you know that the table never lies at the mm. end you know of, of 32 rounds or how many rounds it is and like to go down to the last 10 minutes literally of a round of uh premier league is is stunning it's you know it's got me hooked and i'm not even
5: a real big fan of the premier mm. and it's they, all
3: afternoon footy too
2: that's yeah. the great thing about it yeah. you
5: know i was i thought about it before but we did the magic round for nrl imagine if they did a magic round for epl like all the, all the warring Yeah, like fans. playing it oh, at Old oh, Trafford yeah. or like, Old Emirates or something. Oh. Yeah. They'd burn the it, city it down. Wouldn't <laughs> just, it wouldn't work. What's it, uh, Green Street <laughs> Hooligans? They could film a whole new series. Uh, oh, yeah. Magic round of EPL. Hey, now pretend I'm at Belmore and
3: you're mm. doing another call. Just throw
5: back round the grounds to me.
4: Uh, round the grounds for Julian King.
3: Yeah, conversion temp by Zach Lomax unsuccessful. St. George, Elowarra 4, Canterbury 2. <laughs> 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 now, it has it. been reported that Josh had a car, uh, well... He may not make that side, according to reports by Michael Chambers and Dean richie He's got an article in The Telegraph as well. He says here, Bulldog, that uh, the dog winger Josh Adokar is on the verge of being dumped from the New South Wales State of Origin side. Uh, Newcastle prop Jacob Saifidi has won selection in a 22-man Blues squad. Adokar will need a five-star performance for Canterbury against St. George-Lawarra, St. George-Lawarra at Billmore on Sunday afternoon
5: to secure selection. So, do you reckon he's, he's got to do an Alex Johnston, basically. Do you reckon he gets any of that mail before yeah. He plays. Yep. Uh, yeah. I think he'd have an inkling. Yeah. For sure. Uh,
3: who knows? I mean, Fitler might have been on the phone still quite quiet, wouldn't go in this, would this direction. They would know the night before.
4: You'd, 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 if, that's, if the press is found out, the guys would have already received the phone calls. Okay. I'm sure. Is that but always the way? Because sometimes,
3: you know, after a game, in oh, the yeah, dressing yeah. room, they go, oh, you know, just found out. Text coming through. Yes, I'm on the origin side. So anyway. Uh, yeah, but uh, Daniel, not Anthony, Daniel Tupu. No, <laughs> they call him the draft. <laughs> He's The draft stands at a whopping 196 centimetres. So I can see uh, tactically what Fitler's trying to do. I reckon
5: there. on one side, they'll have Tupu. On the other side, they'll have Crichton and Toto. And when they drop back on the fifth, Crichton mm, will drop back the on the wing. Cover, uh, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, I reckon. And they're saying in another selection surprise, we mentioned this, Roosters teenager Joseph Sawali is set to be chosen in the Blues 22 man squad on Sunday night the so they telegraph
5: ch- they choose suwali in the 22 and not adokar yeah it's ridiculous. I, I, that's, I, I, I sca- yeah, that's,
3: that's with an eye to the future, right? He's not going to play so early, but you pick him and you put him in these camps. And yeah. this is okay. the thing: like Gus always said, even these young kids, pre-origin camps at the start of the season, these players they come back ten foot tall and bulletproof. Yeah, yeah. So Good I chat. can see why they're doing it. Yeah, yeah. Fair so enough. yeah, Fittler and Greg Alexander, Brandy, catch him on breakfast tomorrow morning. Uh, had the eighteen-year-old winger earmarked for weeks as one of the reserves to give him experience around the camp. Okay, so yep. yeah. Uh, he did have that Category 1 concussion, um, so I guess that's all hinging on whether uh, he gets cleared by the medical yeah. staff as well. But he's 18 years and 301 days. So early, and if he does get picked, which he won't, he'd become the fourth youngest Origin player in history.
4: Ben Eiken the youngest? Yeah. Ben
3: Eiken is the youngest. Okay, here we go. Quiz, pop quiz. The previous youngest, youngest Ben Eiken, 18 years, 83 days. Followed by New South Welshman,
5: Ooh. one of the
3: all-time greats.
5: One of the all-time greats, no. Brad got Brad
3: Fitler, eighteen years, one hundred and fourteen days, and third on that list, a Queensland winger.
4: Uh, Willie Kahn was a Santa. played
3: for the Dogs and played for the Bears. Ah. Uh. Uh, Brett Dallas. Brett Dallas. No way. 18 years, 225. Where are, are they now, Brett Dallas? I think he's, no, on, the, he's on He's, the he's not doing too well, Brett <laughs> Dallas. North of <laughs> here. <laughs> what is it about? You know, <laughs> <laughs> Next question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dragons hammering the line again. Debellin just uh. a half a metre short. Uh, no change of that score. Four points to two with about 14 minutes remaining in the first half. Hunt plays a short ball to Sims. Oh. It's going to be the time oh. goes over to the top. Knock back. Oh. Regathered. Try. No, no, good no he's short. <laughs> Young Jacob <laughs> Is that M by? Got a bit ahead of myself. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. That is the text line number. About half an hour to go before we hand the reins over to SE and League. Of course, Potsy Braybrook along with Sats and Badge, with the call today in the nation's capital. The Canberra Raiders up against the Parramatta Eels. You're listening to Crunch Time.
4: Welcome back to Crunch Time. Let's head over to Alan Jones at Belmore over for a score update. Yes, well, it's the George lower Dragons <laughs> ten. <laughs> The Canterbury Bulldogs
3: to try to Matthew Fiergay for the 26 Oh, minutes. Alan. Oh, yeah. Alan. Alan, they've scored again. <laughs> oh, God. Jeez. Defence, defence, defence. <laughs> you know what? The Grand Slam with the Wallabies at 86. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, three tries for the Dragons. Now 14-2 that lead. Uh, 22nd minute, Tao Monga, his first try for the club. Matt Fiena in the 26th and then Ben Hunt in the 29th and a miss. Oh, it came so from a, a drop off the kickoff. Oh, yeah.
5: Oh. Burton kicks out in the full. We spoke earlier about the Warriors kicking out in the full three times. Just when you're when you're a bottom dweller team, you can't make mistakes like that. You can't invite the opposition into your own half. And Ben Hunt's made them pay. Ben Hunt will be in the yeah 14 in yeah. the uh, Origin team. He's yeah, good. he's he's got a great running game too. Ben Hunt, I'd of course, per- he can play. Personally, every- I'd start him at nine and bring Gran off the bench. Really? For, yeah. I, ben Hunt, I reckon, is. One of, if not the best hookers in the comp. Very versatile. Oh, I, I don't know, but better than Grant, you reckon? Well, Grant, well, he's not Grant has annoyed, huge though. impact. I don't think Grant can go for eighty minutes at at Origin mm-hmm. level, um, and I think Grant get let Ben Hunt get through that first ten fifteen minutes, take the sting out of the game, then bring Grant on. That that'd be my point. Well, he was banned of the match, player of the match,
3: game three yeah. last year. Ben Hunt. And, and the thing
5: that he has over Harry Grant, and I love Harry Grant. He's a wonderful
3: player. He doesn't quite have that kicking game yet. No. Reid Marnie does. Uh, yeah, And, and yeah. Ben Hunt most certainly does. But no, uh, Harry going to be the nine. Ben Hunt will be the 14. Interestingly, I saw in Fox, it uh, might have been Justin Hodges. He didn't have Ben Hunt on his side. Mm. He had Brimson at 14. No. And I love Brimson as a player, but on form, you can't possibly pick him. No. You can't no possibly pick him. No. 0457 736 736. Uh, hello, Hammer. From Narrabeen, afternoon to you. He says, Arvo, guys, do you think Adokar is now suffering from his move to the Dogs? Still one of the best wingers in the game, but if his inside players don't perform, he can't perform. I feel for him, and to be honest, his career is dead at the Dogs. Wingers complement teams, not make teams. Well, that's an interesting point. Yeah. If Adokar's playing for the Storm, oh, he have He'd already have 15, 15 tries <laughs> for the year.
5: <laughs> he'd be the top try scorer in the NRL. Yeah, he's suffering from his move to the Dogs. It's, it's one of the interesting points, right? Let's say Adokar goes to the Bulldogs on an extra 200K, for argument's sake. If he doesn't play Origin this year, there's 90K he misses out on there. If he doesn't get picked in the World Cup team at at the end of the year, there's another X amount in match payments there. That's a good point. He almost may lose money by going to the playoffs. I mean, half of
3: that's going to tax anyway, Right.
5: Yeah, it's an
3: extra hundred, It's hundred thousand. <laughs> what? No, yeah, it that's not that, yeah, it's not that well, much. Uh, I guess. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, hundred thousand.
4: <laughs> Unless they do sort of brown paper bag deals, and um, uh, yeah. it'd be interesting to find out how much he would have got to go to the dogs. But I mean, it, I'm, I'm a bit frustrated with the whole pick and stick. I mean, we talk about Addo Cars struggled with that. Then Burton, obviously, centre of the year last year, he's yeah. not going to get a, a look in because well, they are not playing. But in Liam a, Martin
3: was the other game. Yeah, the, a name that supposedly yeah. outside the 17 pending injuries. That, that stuns
2: me. Yeah. That stuns me, the if they pick, tornado. If we they
5: know. pick Tyson Frizzell and Tarek pick. Sims over Liam Martin, I'd be surprised. Um, they also – I think they said Angus Crichton isn't in the, in the squad. He had so, a slow start of the year, Crichton. He's, yeah. He's,
3: he's – he's, coming of, well, he's, he's looking a bit better the past couple he of weeks. He looks great so, last night. Yeah, and on form, he's arguably the best edge player of the comp, I reckon. Yeah. Angus Crichton yeah. when he's firing. 16 points to two, the Dragons over the Dogs. It's flown this first half. Seven minutes, 20 remaining in the first half. It has not
5: flown for me. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. Did you, <laughs> you see, did that
4: Terry Lamb's at the ground? Yeah. yeah. Or, uh, yeah Paul Lang- Langmack.
5: Paul, Lang- Paul Lang-
2: Langmack. Lang-Mack. How good? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't mind it. They wouldn't mind it. We're Terry Lamb, Lamb or Paul Langmack in their prime at the moment. Some bulldogs highlights from the first half. Some old guys yeah. in the <laughs> Paul Langmack and just Terry Lamb. I'm up. sure there's
3: more. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just cut away to the heyday, shall
2: we? 736-736 oh, oh,
3: is the text line number. We'll try and catch up with. Uh, are we talking to Sats are we, Brooksy? I think we'll try here? and
2: speak to Sats up in um at sorry down in Canberra and see what. It's like down yeah, there. Yeah, it's tough for those Yeah,
3: big big game. The thing about the Raiders, I mean, I'd put the red pen through them. They've, they've surprised me, mm. and, and dare I say most pundits in the past couple of weeks. Having said that, and I know Fogarty's a big in, oh, uh, are they still
4: an outside chance for the eight? Raiders? Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. I think the last two weeks they've been – we've seen that. I remember a couple of years ago I went and watched the final against the Roosters out at Homebush there, and the last two weeks reminded me, showed glimpses and played more consistent footy, just a bit more desire, wanting to win. Uh, I think when White's playing good footy, I mean, that team's up and about. But I think over the last couple of weeks, they've shown enough to get into that eighth spot. I think the Seagulls,
5: the Raiders and the Bunnies are all going to be pushing in and around that eighth spot in the top eight. Well, Fogarty is a huge in for them. Mm. Like that was their guy they brought down to play halfback first game of the year. First they, game back, yep. They've been lacking some experience in the halves. So mm. if that if if his combination with White and Clicks. Um, they can make a late run for the, the finals. Just having a look at some of the pictures on the Parramatta Eels' Twitter account. The players are right. It is very
3: frosty in Canberra at the moment. They've all got the beanies on and the big jackets. Uh, it's very tough. We had a look at the, um, the Bureau of Meteorology. About eight degrees there, Brooksy? you yeah,
2: kidding. It looks like it'll be eight degrees at 5
5: p.m. Oh, oh, man. And dropping. No, they're not winning, are they? You can see why. They're did 4 you, from 25. Did you ever play cricket in Canberra? Yeah, Marnica. You play there all uh, the time. Yeah. We used to have to go for swim camps down to the AIS. And there's no whether the less rather swimming than, you know, you wake up at 4.30 in Canberra, You walk through the AIS, which is like some Eastern block. prison. It is. It's like a dorm. Oh, it's we were there the for worst. a day, and I was like, "This horrible. looks like at least the like, worst, yeah, the Russian yeah. Gulag." Training yeah. the athletes just <laughs> toughens you up mentally,
3: boys. Toughens you up mentally. Yeah. Oh, four, five, seven, seven, three, six. Can seven, we get, three, get a Jack Everillo? Yes. He's <laughs> 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 going to stay quiet there? I reckon Everillo <laughs> <laughs> crashes over in the right-hand corner. Sixteen Ooh. points to six. Kick to come. There's Dufty with a the try assist. There you go. How Fair. good. They'll look good at Warrington. Who's kicking your goals at the moment?
5: Oh, well, it should be Flanagan, but for some oh, yeah. reason it's Burton. Flanagan kicks it over 80% conversion rate, yeah. and Burton, I think, is in the high 60s. I don't know if it's just another nod to the fact that they don't think Flanagan's the long-term yeah, solution. Be, no. That's outrageous. Mm. Your best goal kicker kicks your goals. Mm. I know. I would have it's thought. bizarre, isn't yeah, it?
3: Yeah, I'm not sure I buy that. Uh, g'day, fellas. Love the show. Impressed with Miss missile. Miss James's knowledge of footy didn't agree with you blokes laughing at Dallas Johnson Mort, Well, what do you mean? No, we're just saying arson. that. Yeah,
5: yeah. They, they were picking like Queensland would always pick and stick guys yeah. like Dallas Johnson. Yeah, he yeah, was well, a they grunt. pick.
3: I mean, Origin one <laughs> they picked Artie out of reserve grade from the Parramatta Eels. Really? First, yeah, nineteen eighty. So I didn't know that. I just assumed he was, playing, he was, assumed he was flying high at the time. No, he was. No, he was playing Reggie's for the Eels at the back yeah, of his career. But the thing about Artie, and this is the, this is why Origin was such a good concept, because all these Queenslanders came to New South Wales to play in the New South Wales Rugby League and they had to play for New South Wales. Mm. So why am I wearing a sky blue jersey? I'm a Queenslander through and through, hence State of Origin was born. Nobody gave it a wow. chance. Yeah. So this will never last and now it's the, the jewel in the crown for Rugby I can
5: never understand why AFL don't have a version of they Origin. Did,
3: they? They've tried it a number of times, mm. yeah. WA, New South Wales, Victoria, South Australia, they've tried an allies concept as well, Victoria V, the rest. It just it, They're just structured differently down there where it's all about about club football because you don't have representative football, and some people are big on it. And we see the conversion attempt by Burton It's swinging back, but not enough. Score remains sixteen points to six. Three and a half minutes remaining in the first half. The Dragons lead. Yeah, uh, they don't want to risk their place. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And they ended
5: up being sort of more like exhibition games. Yeah, mm. you know, they I, I they, miss, the they they miss a beat because. Origin's a juggernaut. It's the most expensive advertising
4: space in sport in the country. Is Is it? it? Trying to sell that ad space is the most wanted Mm. uh, ad space for any sport. So... Yeah, it's great, isn't it? I mean, it just adds an extra buzz and extra element to rugby league, which it suits. I don't know if it suits the AFL. Remember when they played that cross-code game with the AFL, where they had played the Irish team, and they always just ended up in a brawl. Stupid. You know, they'd just be just yeah. be a bulldog
3: Gaelic football, yeah, the Gaelic, yeah, you've <laughs> like got a soccer net at the back. You play with a round
4: ball, <laughs> which makes the dribbling
5: a lot easier. Kind of weird, was not it? Yeah. yeah, I think they still do that, don't they? Yeah, I think they missed a couple of years rules. because of uh, COVID, but it's I think dumb. they do still do it. Dumb
3: your sport. Hybrid sports are the stupidest thing on the planet, honestly. Yeah, yeah, honestly. Yeah. But, you know, they're crying out for some kind of representative game. They don't have it. Yeah. And that's why you find the AFL, in this respect, are very jealous of rugby
2: league. Well, basketball was pretty uh, big at the box <laughs> <right? laughs> <laughs> office. One of, one of, one of the the biggest uh, entertainment breakthroughs. Yeah. The South Park, South Park guys, boys.
7: <laughs>
3: oh, AFLX. Oh, wasn't that a disaster? Remember that? the AFL played on a rectangular
4: field? Yeah. yeah, yeah the players go- right. Are you
7: serious? What could they do it. with
4: swimming? You know, because netball have got sort of like the, the, the extra point zone. Cricket's got big bash. What could you do with swimming? Because
5: they do have the short well, course titles. Well, I think you just get rid of all the other strokes and just have sprint freestyle, really. Mm. Make it more interesting. The thing
3: about freestyle, <laughs> freestyle actually means you can swim off. anything you want, right? I mean, you have a cultivated stroke, yeah, but yeah. you don't actually have to. So
5: you could swim so,
3: butterfly and freestyle if you wanted so to, right? Is what, that right? Yeah,
5: what mm. we swim in a freestyle race, they actually call Australian Crawl. Um, So freestyle means you can get to the other end of the pool however you want. Mm. That's just the quickest way to do it.
4: There was an event I remember watching over the 25 meters where people used to just go underwater, come up, take a breath, and then go hit the wall
5: and go underwater again and win. Did you ever try that? Well, they they banned that because it actually ended up being faster than swimming on top of the water. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's right. That's right. What was that? Michael Um, Klim used to do it at one point. Um, But, yeah, you could go as far as you wanted underwater. Now you can only go 15 meters because it actually is quicker for some people to go underwater. Yeah. Was Clemmy the first to break 48 and 100 for Australians? I'm trying to think. Uh, he did it in the lead
3: out, didn't he, 2000? Yeah. He did the lead leg of the relay in 2000. I don't think and he, he broke it,
5: though. I think he went 48-1 oh, or something like he? that. And then okay. Peter Van Hoogenbijn went went under. Yeah, yeah. Van Dan Hoogenban. Yeah. What a great name. Yeah for 736 <laughs>
3: seven, 736 on the verge of halftime, 16 points to six. The Dragons lead the Canterbury Bulldogs at a sunny afternoon at Belmore Oval. Uh, Brooks, he's been feverishly Googling hybrid sports. Flying disc golf. Oh, that was the one that George played in, in Seinfeld. Frolf, Frisbee golf, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, you join you us it? for the back nine. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> Frolf. Frolf. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Frisbee golf. We need an
2: extra for the back nine. Do you want to join us? And George goes and he's ruins it up, He's just ready to go. Ruins like, a job interview or something. he yeah, yeah. does. And,
3: and chess boxing, you may have to elaborate on how that works, Brooksie, chess boxing. Oh,
2: well, it's... It's simple, Jules. You you make right, a move so, and then you punch your opponent. <laughs> <laughs> right, so you know, you know, knight
3: night to J three and then a left hook sort of thing. Like it's it's it
2: done in two thousand and three. Uh, it was a Dutch guy. Mm. Off it wasn't Peter Van Hugenberg. Hugenberg, Hugenberg yeah. It was yeah. another gentleman, Lepe Rubing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was based off a book, and yeah, it was pretty much the same thing. Just mm. um, make I've a move and it. punch a. I've Punch seen it. Opponent. So they
5: go one round, and then in the break, they chess moves. Then the next round, then in the break, chess moves, and it's whatever happens first: checkmate or knock Knocks out. Your opponent. Oh my wow. god! Yeah, it's Thanks usually personally. it's usually the Russians that get around dominate that. this. Uh, yeah. Do they have to clock after their move? Like.
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same yes. same rules. Yeah. More ways in one. More ways than one. time at Belmore. It is the Dragons sixteen who lead the Bulldogs six. Dragons sixteen over the Bulldogs six. And of course, coming up after I was about to say the news after the break at three o'clock. We are gearing up for thanks to Dometic, make your next adventure effortless with the Dometic GO Go Collection. Just pack, stack, and go. It's the Raiders in the Eels, straight after crunch time. Potsey, Mark Braybrook, Scott Sattler, and Gary Belcher. It's gotta to be tough, though. Because you've got three proud Queenslanders. They're used to minimum temps of, say, 21. Eight degrees in the nation's capital. Mm. Three straight wins for the Raiders. Jamal Fogarty to make his club debut.
4: Yeah. I mean, I want to ask Tim Manor about that uh, drive down. Now, if you're playing from Para, do you drive down? Is it a three-hour drive down, stay, drive home that night? I think Would, they bus them, they bus further, them further out, on? yeah. So, do okay. Sydney games, I generally take the car. Because remember
3: uh. when, when um, it was Kieran Foran. He left no. Manly, but he still went to the Manly Players' car park and just out of force of habit. That's He's back there Oh, sorry, mate. Because yeah. he was over at, local, it might have yeah. been Canterbury or whatever it was at the time. Um, goes, but no, with COVID,
4: there. do they think they still bust him? I think because it might be a bit
2: different. I'm just mm. like, it's a
4: long road trip for a lot of guys to head down on the, you know. Yeah, it's a Goldwood Macca stop, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I was going to say <laughs> <through> Sutton's <laughs> Forest. Uh, the, <laughs> yeah.
2: 56, direct, uh, three hours and two if you go through Sutton's yeah. Forest. I, I definitely, I'd go night before and stay at a hotel
5: I hate travelling the day of competition. Quite feeted, but the other heads. thing there, right? So say you drive
3: down to Canberra, you do an ankle and you can't drive home. What's the deal with a car? Yeah, uh, serious question. Yeah, or it's you get knocked out, out, or you, you got yeah.
4: a HIA and you got your car down. What are you doing? Mm. Someone have to drive you home. Yeah, yeah, mm, yeah it doesn't make sense.
3: Yeah. So Jamal Fogarty to make his club <laughs> debut. Uh, Jared Croker. Speaking of injury, dislocated oh. his shoulder. You got a feel for him. He's a lovely guy, Jared Croker. One of the good guys of rugby league, but. You just wonder, not dissimilar to Turbo, you might have to have that worked on. Turbo's out for mm. five months. You know, are we going to see Jared Croker playing rugby
5: league again? Oh, two ninety-two 292 I, games. Yeah, I hope so, but it's not looking likely, is it? Um, you could strap that thing together and try and get out that last eight games, but when it starts dislocating, reaching for a TV remote, there's no stability there. It's mm. cold, Chalmers areas. Right there, <laughs> yeah. Mike Acevo, uh,
3: likely to make his return after the Eels buy, so they give him a bit more time to Xavier mm. Savage. We're hearing is going to start at fullback. Uh, yeah, Charles Nickel Clockstar out with injury. Um, you know, Ricky held him back, didn't he? Savage. He said he's not ready. Everyone's calling for his inclusion, but he was very good last week, and we wish him all the best. And Wonga Blake, uh, James. That's a big in for the Eels.
5: Yeah, just starts to round out their side a bit. They were a bit light on in the outside backs. Had a few it- injuries. Remember they had that young Sean Russell played yep. round 1 yep. scored a couple of tries then got injured I I hear he's almost back as well so if that, if that means Sivo comes back in Wonga Blake pushes into the centres their team's looking red hot. That was gearing up with thanks
3: to Dometic. Make your next adventure effortless with a Dometic Go collection. Just pack, stack and go. We're done and dusted. Thank you, gentlemen. Socky, thank you, my friend. Thanks for having me, Julian. Miss Ola, always a pleasure. Thank you. After that, and thank you to Brooksy and thank you to Pat as well. After the break, uh, Potsy, Badge and Sats with a call. It is the Raiders and the Eels. Thank you, everybody, for your company today. We'll catch you next time on Crunch Time.